0: El de la Raza.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Say Podcast. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo. Hey, with the homie. Rob G TV, what's up everyone? I thought you were going to freestyle. I can't, man. I should, but I'm, I'm rusty. And my name is Rob G, the TV. <laughs> Super sad that the Astros lost. Damn. Still recovering, but you know what? We both rocking uh, Astros colors and, and uh-huh. paraphernalia today. Uh... Yeah,
0: I'm glad I didn't wear the exact same hat because I I wear that one all the time. So I'm rocking the Eighth Wonder One. Shout out Eighth Wonder Vodka. Might have to pop pop that open. What today? (laughs) Damn, son. Shit, I didn't know we were gonna do all that. It is Halloween. It is Halloween.
1: Yeah. Man, speaking of Halloween. All right, I'm gonna hit you with a whole bunch of stuff. Just bullshit articles and links and just meme, just stuff that I'd be reading.
0: That yeah, maybe okay. this might be something that we end up doing in the future. Let the listeners know, mighty soul. Obviously, is oh yeah, day. my I'm, bad. I'm feeling how the fuck I forget.
1: I'm feeling as a guest. I'm just trying to like cope with the sadness. Yeah, That's why I, I just, it. I just, you know, i was just like don't deal with it. Mighty soul today. She's uh she's visiting her pops uh at the at the cemetery. So she's. She's making a, like a little altar and, you know, being present and remembering her dad, you know, which, she you know, she does every day. But, you know, the more symbolic, mm-hmm. you know, at his grave site. Um, but we're talking about Halloween and chocolate. Now, it's cold as balls in Houston, you know, finally. Yeah. The temperature drops, Shit is windy. And um, th- don't nobody want to be outside fucking trick or treating. Yeah. Tate totting and trick or treating. Mm-hmm. And um, Mickey's already 11. It's like, all right, bro. Man, let's go to the Children's Museum. And that way it's indoor. <laughs> and I already Googled it, Dad. And there's, like, activities and the, whatever. And then Penny's too little to even know what the hell. Yeah. To, for, uh, for all of us to be in the cold. Uh, so part of the argument that I'm trying to present to them, well, they, they might be too young. But I heard that uh, cheap chocolate, like little bullshit, Nestle or whatever, that uh, what ends up happening when we buy cheap chocolate is that them little kids that are picking all the uh, cacao beans? Yeah. they're the ones getting exploited even more because, because at that price range, the distributors, wholesalers, like everybody, just kind of becomes complicit, knowing that in somebody's homeland, it, it's an industry where, like, basically, we can only afford to pay. It's like the Nestle Corporation. We really only want to pay this much for the cacao beans. So it's like, well, fuck. Guess we're getting nephews and nieces to hop on <laughs> trees so that's some crazy shit right like no matter like basic little things you don't even think about it's like damn somebody's getting exploited somewhere yeah like especially any type of thing i guess i don't know if it's a commodity but like things like coffee i'm sure you Mm -hmm. know if it's not sourced you know ethically as they say you fuck around had some babies making your iPhone and your, your Nikes and shit. So let me play devil's
0: advocate here. Let's say that we're sourcing things all in America. It's all being made here, all being produced here, all being uh, sourced, you know, distributed, everything from here. Mm-hmm. And the prices of everything skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Are you on board with just eating up what that makes, you know, what that does for consumers, like making everything go up? Or are you more like, hey, let's just like pick and choose what we end up making here and distributing here?
1: So basically you're saying...
0: Your are you ba- cool with be uh, being expensive do you
1: want to spend five racks on the iphone yeah Cause hell always, no, i don't <laughs> want to spend five racks on the iphone exactly so basically you're saying like let's all just turn you know basically i wasn't talking about iPhones.
0: i'm talking about chocolates <laughs> i'm talking about cheap ass chocolates i'm saying it's cold outside i don't want to trick or treat uh dude i feel you it's literally 45 so listeners there's no humming of the ac this is the first time in like all year it's Never. it's october it's actually november 1st tomorrow it's you know the 31st Then we don't have to have the AC on. We actually got jackets and hoodies on because it feels so good. You know, here at
1: CBTV uh, Productions, you know, if if you're not careful, you fuck around. Think you at Tyler Perry's East Wing. A thousand percent. I mean, it used to be a garage, and I make beats in the corner. But, (laughs) you know, the part we let y'all see on camera, uh, shout out to my new YouTube, new channel, Who (laughs) this? (laughs) <laughs> um, that little part yeah this little part's cool but you what you don't see is that over here there's a little mercedes G- g55 G amg micro machine hot wheel the, the the thing that russian people use to make videos for kids uh, uh, making <laughs> is that toys. really what they do i'm already training bali yeah there's like a bunch of russian kids that um well it all started with that ryan kid right that motherfucker Everybody was like, old people old people on the shuttle at Disney were like, well, you know there's like eight year olds making you know hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody knows that motherfucking Ryan is paid as fuck. He be punking the shit out of his parents. He's a little he's a household name. Yeah, so now he done he, he done made it big. Now he looks down on the... <laughs> bitch, you still on YouTube, mm-hmm. bitch. Because he's fucking with Nickelodeon. And that other little girl, Jojo Siwa. You heard of her? Jojo Siwa. That mm. little... Man. Yo. Damn. Why <laughs> the fuck I they? start rapping and doing jokes <laughs> for? <her. laughs> what I do you mean? Man. Man, if my parents had put me in some shit, I would have been kid? paid, bro. Yeah. I would
0: have been on motherfucking uh, Modern Family or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but it's all good. I ain't tripping. It ain't tripping. It's all uh, good. Hey, But go back to... Uh, chingobling.com forward slash youtube yes link to the new youtube channel that was wait what was that
1: did you just say chingobling.com forward slash youtube
0: i did that is the the url chingo that's the
1: new one see i was i was thinking like man do we need to go buy like a a special domain and and because everyone was asking what happened to your channel what happened to your channel? so we're back and uh we're gonna just you know bring you some dope shit we got the vlog being edited from california we're actually behind even though we have a team of editors Mm -hmm. um some new stand-up type stuff we're working on vlog marisol she she had a vlog edited uh yesterday and it had our mtv cribs edition of the hotel room in albuquerque oh nice well we stayed at the casino
0: and uh that's
1: that's that was a pretty big fucking room it was like a little suite yeah and i was surprised
0: At the uh, casino yeah, yeah i was
1: i was like man I feel like a high roller nice yeah because they had like a little, it was like an apartment uh, shout out to san antonio we stayed in a cool little uh far as fuck way over there by f- six flags fiesta texas san antonio has grown i don't recognize it because their loop 1604 it's like beltway eight but f- it seemed further out it wasn't as developed as our beltway 8, mm-hmm. but slowly you starting to see all types of shit
0: almost the end of the tour yeah Fort shout Oris. out to san
1: antonio shout out to san antonio man it was super packed people came out in the rain in hell a hell storm uh got a standing ovation one of the nights and i thought it was my first because rick was like oh my god i'm so happy i got to witness that yeah and i was like yeah i think it is my first but you just i'm
0: saying Hippodrome waco i think it was the first like i think waco Hippodrome. huge standing ovation that was a big place oh
1: I, man i gotta see the ending i think we might have filmed it on the cell phone
0: i think i have it yeah yeah i think i have it
1: on my cell phone uh yeah what are you doing for halloween
0: uh, well, we don't, well, the kids, we get the kids tomorrow, uh, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so luckily, nothing, man, we're just staying in, it's too cold, it's gonna be 40 degrees tonight How are you gonna break the news to them, do they, are they looking forward to like, man uh, I think tomorrow we're gonna take them to like, uh, there's a petting zoo type thing going out in Sugarland like at uh, Seaborn Park, one of the big parks out there They're gonna have, like, everything from little animals to like uh, children exploited chocolates. Pretty much, yeah. I think they throw them non- everywhere.
1: Non-ethically sustainable. Thousand peanuts yeah. everywhere. So yeah. you got peanut yeah. allergies. Yeah. Don't Every, go out everybody, there.
0: somebody falling out. Yeah. Bring your EpiPen. Yep, yep. But they already did their stuff at school, like little uh, costume play thing, you know, uh-huh. where they dress up and they go to school. Remember doing that when you were a kid? When you, you get dressed up and you go to school, and <laughs> <laughs> I just posted some shit to Instagram, bro. <laughs> dude. I saw that. What was? Well, that?
1: this is what it is, man. W- okay, my parents had two daughters back to back. Dalila who is 13 years older and then Pat Patricia uh, who is 10 years older than me so you have these two girls which at one point they're going to be like teenagers and like young adults to where they're j- they're probably just going to the nightclub or something yeah. and then there's me mm-hmm. 10 years later so it's like an only child almost type of situation where like I think both of your sisters done moved out at some point you know by the time you're 10 one's 20 one's 23 they're yeah. probably gone um One of them probably, I think Dalila was married and shit, actually, when I was 10. Damn. Yes. So she was gone, gone. And um, the point I'm trying to make is, now your parents are, not only are they immigrants, but they're older immigrants. (laughs) And then your two big sisters, who could have been almost like like young moms, like super, not even, right? But like big sister, let me, oh man, you ain't got no costume, hang on. So there were a few times, Halloween is is a love-hate relationship, bro. Real shit because look, I posted it to my Instagram. This is what happened. They were gonna have some type of little like uh, house party, like Halloween house party with all their friends. We're gonna bring like their little younger siblings, right? Everybody had a costume, and then I'm like, "Hey, well, what am I gonna be?" They're like, "Oh shit, forgot about you." Uh, hey, mijo, go get go get your little robe. My karate robe. It's like a little a red robe with some blue. People in the comments are like, "Who are you, Optimus Prime?" <laughs> it was a red robe with blue trim and it had a little Japanese, like Chinese some kind of character, some Kung Fu shit on the little edge, right? So she's like, alright, put the robe on I'm like, well, what am I? I don't know maybe like Karate Man I'm like, who, who the fuck is Karate Man? <laughs> so, the, so then, <laughs> this shit might be semi-racist because now when I look at the uh, when I look at the makeup That um, white face, man Yeah, they, they, I did, first of all, I did white face That's very racist It seems to be okay these days You though. got a brown face person doing reverse white face uh, I had a bunch of white, and then they put, like, I like a raccoon. They put, like, some black. I'm like, were well, they trying to get me more Asian eyes than I already have? Yeah. And then they put, like, a little stereotypical Asian mustache drawn onto my upper lip. So they, they had me looking real racist, so I can't run for no political office. <laughs> uh no. And then another time, this will be the last Halloween story. Same shit. It's October thirty first. The bus is on its way. I'm w- w- what am I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my sister Pat, who I think hadn't moved out yet, she was in like, um, <clears throat> cosmetology school or some shit. And she's like, "All right, um, go find some of Dad's overalls." And I'm like, "There are none." And and then I'm like, "There's some of the like on the ground in the restaurant." I was like, "Oh no, I'm at to wear these dirty clothes, man. S- some stanky overalls." And then she's and I'm like, "What am I?" She's like, "Wait a minute." And then she she got one of her little plastic bonnets that they used to use. It had holes in it. We could have went with Hellraiser. That would have been more believable. Uh, but she pulled out a couple of little pelitos because that's what you, that's how you're supposed to make the uh, highlights. It's a metal tool and you like yarn. It looks like one of those yarn things. Yeah. So it's your hair sticking out of this little plastic bonnet, right? Fake ass <laughs> do rag, like some pilgrim shit, some House on the Prairie, and. Um, and I'm like, all right, what am I? She's like, well, you're Jason. I'm like, Jason had a fucking hockey mask <laughs> and a knife. I don't see no hockey mask. She's like, well, you know that one scene in Jason. I think, she, you know what? Did she mean Freddy Krueger? No, 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 no. Okay. You know what? Thanks to her because I think she was trying to lie in my favor right so she was like remember that one scene in Jason Friday the 13th cause I'm probably crying like but I ain't got no hockey mask <laughs> she stupid. said but look remember when they killed him after part one they like drowned him or some shit and he and then he popped out of the lake beginning of part two something like that but like his mask was off and his he had little pelitos cause he was soggy from being in the lake so it's a cu- bald head couple pelitos and uh, no mask and I'm like oh, okay. And I was like, I'm still not buying it. The bus shows up, all the kids, Batman, Superman, vampires, everybody got Dracula (laughs) teeth. I step on and right away, oh, what the fuck are you supposed to be? (laughs) A dirty mechanic, man? And just like a a fucking Russian cosmonaut with like a little space suit, helmet, like like a a, a science monkey, like a, a a monkey lab rat. (laughs) For NASA, like a space chimp. Because, you know, they put them in overalls, the space chimps, and they got
0: like little cosmonaut, little hat. Yeah. Dude, uh, (sighs) speaking of monkeys, I don't know why. I saw a bunch of old Geico commercials on this clip. Facebook, you know, just like YouTube will recommend videos after you've watched some stuff, right? And it was like uh, one of those pages, like back to the 90s or whatever. And the caption was, these Geico commercials were ahead of their time. And it was like a 15-minute video with all the caveman commercials remember a guy goes like so easy a caveman can do yeah. it yeah but it was like extended versions of the commercials where like the cavemen are like he got offended yeah they're all offended yeah and like these commercials are ahead of the time like mm-hmm. they should have done it now so everyone could have been offended like hey you're disrespecting cavemen that's you know? funny who,
1: who who pointed that out
0: i have to go i have to find the page it was on, the, on mm-hmm. like a 90s page
1: yeah that's funny because um it's like whoever the fuck ate, whatever agency or creative person they had over there Still to this day, some of these commercials are, are man, I busted out laughing. Uh, I can't remember what uh, really impressive commercials, but one of them is a WWE, uh-huh. or a WWF. Which one is WWE? It? It's E yeah. now. My bad, I'm old. <laughs> so uh, hold that thought. WWE back up to what was the last commercial we're talking Gecko? about? Yes. So whoever was coming up at this creative agency, coming up with these commercials, like they they were really funny to where they were looking at the joke from all these layers and angles to where, yeah, we're selling insurance, but they were entertaining people, Mm -hmm. and it was creative, and it was making people laugh. Mm -hmm. And for them to expand on an idea like, okay, well, how would a real caveman, hypothetically, because a lot of people do have Neanderthal blood in them. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's the fucking irony. But like, it's almost like with robots, too, and AI, it's like, well, at some point, there's going to be ethics. Like, Can you have... Slave robots? Can there be prostitute robots? Is that bad? Are they like sex slaves now? Like, you know, what about the robots' rights? And, yeah. And stuff like that. That's why I like all those movies like AI and shit like that. But um, the WWE commercial, have you seen it? They played it during the World Series. Uh, which one? So I basically, y- you might have seen it. Oh, but, um, it
0: starts with Stone Cold, right? Stone so Cold is like at a restaurant. He's, he's uh, drinking something and he, somebody like smashes like a glass. He's like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that one?
1: No, nah, I think it's more like like everyday people um living their life doing certain things but it somehow mimics
0: yeah they're doing gestures like yeah yeah like doctors do yeah yeah the doctor thing
1: and it's like quick edit and then it speeds up like boom 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 and part of what they threw in the edit was uh the 21 savage uh or was it the bad bunny video There was offset offset had a woo rick flair yes nature boy yep I think Offset had him in the video because he did a song like that. And then Bad Bunny had him in up, uh, Yeah. And uh, all that got thrown in there just showing like the cultural impact, the legacy and all that, you know, pop culture. And um, that's why I got to go back and finish listening to that Business Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't finish it, but uh, it was interesting
0: i was just gonna start uh t- speaking about chocolate hershey's versus mars bar ah. that's the newest one i haven't started it yet it's so all i forgot about mars bars always like a company like what mars made
1: well did mars own like m&ms a and ton like of them. Yeah. yep yep um
0: uh, i think almond joy and some other ones like that um yeah anyway oh uh, yeah they probably exploit little kids in <laughs> central america too why well, you gotta get dark man? well that's
1: why I, that's why i want to get that book confessions of an economic hitman so all that shit is interesting man like this is the newest thing. Okay, right? uh, uh, not it's not too deep, too political. But uh, uh, you heard that Facebook is trying to make the uh, the Bitcoin their own cryptocurrency. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, homeboy Mark Zuckerberg he had to go up to uh, Capitol Hill, Congress, one of those motherfuckers for all them people, and they drilled him, right? Senators and shit. Right. And uh, what's her name? Cortez, a Dominican chick, uptown, BX girl, Cardi B's homegirl. Mm-hmm. She was like. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, Mark. Uh, uh, yeah. Got a little, uh, ad, got sassy with him. She's like, so you telling you telling me that some little company or somebody could run a political ad and it not be true or verified. Like you could just say whatever. And y'all not going to pull it down. They're like, yeah. Cause free speech, first amendment, blah, mm-hmm. blah yada, yada, yada. Which you should, you should try to uh, protect that by all means. And, um, <clears throat> And part of the some people are saying that vetting and approving political ads and stuff like that for truth that is harder to do with the algorithm. So therefore, they're going to have to hire more people. It's just going to be more expensive and cumbersome for a company who's made so much money by not creating any content. Like mm-hmm. we're the ones that make it work, and we're the product, and we're the our data is for sale. Um, basically, uh, well, here, here's the interesting part. You know, you familiar with Aaron Sorkin? Sounds writer. familiar. Well, he's like the writer. You know, when people say Spielberg for directors yes. or, or Scorsese. Well, Aaron Sorkin, he wrote like um, West Wing, a bunch of TV shows, movies. Mm. He wrote uh, the Facebook movie, Social Network. Ah, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> he wrote that. He's a great fucking writer. So, he wrote an open... What is it? Open letter Mm -hmm. through the New York Times addressing Mark. Dear Mark. Oh. Everybody could read what I'm about to fucking say. And not only am I a dope TV show movie writer, but I could write these open letters really well, too. So this motherfucker argument was basically like, bro. Don't I recall when we were writing the movie to the Facebook movie that our main concern with Sony Pictures and the studio and everybody was, don't get sued by Mark? Basically, like, I even submitted the script to your lieutenants and people at your company had a copy and, you know, we gave y'all, like, you know, basically, like, you don't want nothing false said about you, little bitch. (laughs) He got gangster with him in the letter. And then he says, uh, he says, I know... I agree about the First Amendment, he says, but now at this point you're attacking truth. Because he said, right now, here's the link. There is an ad that is just completely baseless lie saying, um, Joe Biden gave two billion a billion dollars to a prosecutor in Ukraine to not investigate his son. He's like, that ad is live right now on your website. And somehow, some way, ain't nobody accountable, but it's just too dangerous to so he said, considering that fifty percent of Americans get their news from your website mm-hmm. it's just disruptive it's like we live in this weird weird world where the trolls are winning like you know th- th- these little rapping. rappers that's out now they all the like pill addicts mm-hmm. come on dog you a fiend bro mm-hmm. how you gotcha. in hip-hop bro how you in hip-hop are you the fiend and that's all the fuck i had to Truth. say
0: and we not trick-or-treating today neither Dude, Facebook's a, it's a crazy powerful business. I was reading, uh, like, because it, speaking about ads, and maybe, and I'm sure there's other content creators that listen to you and watch the show and listen to the podcast and, and pay attention to what you do. It's, uh, to, to have these platforms and have them have so much power, like YouTube, which took, da- which it's it's suspended, it's not terminated. There's, it'll eventually, they're gonna give Mine? you the, yeah. It's not terminated. Man, the status has suspended still. It's grayed out. It's, you can see it there. You oh. just can't utilize it. Mm. And some people have uh, reported even big channels that it took them a year to get their channel back. Mm. So anywhere from 90 days to a year, like it just some people mm. 2 weeks.
1: Yeah, and it's just a reminder, bro, like okay. You know, like what what was it about? Facebook. I was thinking to myself like okay, if I have to Boy, boycott facebook right <laughs> no no because they running fake political ads i just hate being dependent you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like i i love that um our tour and everything that we're trying to do we're able to get the word out you know by working with facebook because we got to spend money with them we don't mm-hmm. just you know post a meme yeah nope um they ain't finna make it that easy for you but um basically it's like damn even if i said all right i'm gonna just start trying to drive Traffic to my website. It's like, okay, what are you trying to do now, Chingo? Are you trying to be like some underground Tom Green type yeah. of shit, podcasting from his house? Like, wh- where's this going? Like, strategically, and it's like, all right, if you're trying to avoid Facebook, you might as well avoid Instagram too, mm-hmm. because they don't. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. So I was like,
1: fuck, I need to start Snapchatting more. Like, fuck, man.
0: Well, the idea is though to get people to go to your website, like, and that's why email lists and and all those different uh, t- chat bots or whatever is so important because. Like what happened to MySpace, right? You know how many people had a platform built on MySpace, and then <laughs> poof, it just disappeared? Yeah, I had a nice little following yeah. on MySpace, and it, luckily, it's it parlayed over to Facebook, and you're able to replicate times, you know, five, ten, the amount of people you had and the attention you had on, on MySpace, but. It's important to have your own website and everything there so that in case something happens or in case somebody decides to suspend your shit for a year six months...
1: They got you by the nuts.
0: They do, and you can still access people and, and, and the fans listening. Like, If you like somebody that much, you should be willing to give at least your email at the yeah. very least. You know, we're not asking for your social and your address and everything. It's just an email or a phone number.
1: Yeah, we're trying to figure out... Everybody listening, uh, we're trying to figure out a way to give you the option like because... In our sh- at our shows, depending on the size of the showroom, um, I mean, we, we meet a whole bunch of people throughout the weekend. And it's like, how was San Antonio? Man, I came back with zero emails. Yeah. Because I'm up there trying to perform and, and film. And at the end, if I'm lucky, I might say, oh, uh, while you're clapping, uh, don't forget I have a podcast. You know, so I'm trying to tell them about that. We do have those little flyers usually, mm-hmm. but that's a flyer it no there's no exchange of uh, information or whatever but um we're just going to try to get y'all some good content because i had in my notes that uh some of this new music we're going to experiment with like all right if you're on my mailing list tonight mm-hmm. at midnight, whatever I'm, I'm about to send out this this and that i'm about to send it to you or check it in if you're on the list maybe that's how we need to do it if mm-hmm. you're on my list guess what you just got out to something
0: yeah and one thing we haven't explored too as a content creator is uh things like um patreon where it's like the patrons support the art like we were talking about this too uh the other week is everything's for free like everyone likes free shit right everybody likes discounts everybody likes things that they can just acquire easily but it's not supporting like that business or that person for the most part if you're giving it for little to nothing right so back in the day, people would buy albums. People would buy movies, DVDs and stuff, right? To support, you know, the industry. Now, everything's so free that Everything you and I, streaming. It's streaming. It's digital. There's no, nothing tangible. You can't grab it, anything anymore. And that's
1: convenient for them, like, record company executives or the people that run your, your streaming websites. Yeah. Because they got ahead of it. Not only did, were they the ones that made blank CDs and CD burners, they got ahead of it and set up the rules in, with Congress and mm-hmm. shit like that. Where it's like... Oh, hey, guys, there's no longer a DVD. There's nothing tangible. It's all streaming now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a million people streamed your song. But the way we pay out is, you see this penny? Let's put a decimal right here. Mm-hmm. Zero, 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 0.000000124. It's about point three zeros before you can get to that is per penny. Mm-hmm it's like that's how much of a fragment of a penny you're getting per spin. So you got to stream. It's probably like 100 times for the penny. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I blame. They know what the fuck they were doing. (laughs) They know what they were doing. Yeah. You can't. Oh, you're telling me. This is how it's always been. I'm a nerd with the suitcase, the the suitcase briefcase and the suit from the record label. You're telling me that you want to be able to make make the little dance and come up with the little cool slang and, and dope visuals and, and just be a uh, uh, creative and make some art. And then you get all the money. No. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to set it up to where if they can control the venue and the ticketing system and everything in between in terms of how much each fan in, ends up getting taxed with some of these, you know, fees and shit, the artist ain't always the one, uh, Winning No the Like shit the like
0: convenience fees And shit That these uh You know Like everyone calls out Ticketmaster Because they're the most Known for that shit They went head to head With Metallica And Pearl Jam Back in the 90s But a lot of other uh, uh, Entities have to do that too They put the Service fee And the surcharge And the convenience fee And all this shit Onto the buyer The consumer Whereas like what where's the con- like for some things like you print it on your own they would still charge you a convenience fee do you remember that yeah 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 like what it's my ink it's in my, my printer. printer ink bitch yeah but uh, you know I gave that option yeah I let you do one click yeah it reminds me a lot of this like I don't know if you've ever really talked about like a three sixty deal uh, you know, back in the music uh, world a lot of what's they happening still got them? I know yeah. they still got them and isn't it what's going on right now kind of like resemble a little bit of the early music days all right so the the three sixty deals to my knowledge. <clears throat> the first time
1: I started hearing about them, um, I was already being courted by record companies. So I already knew that is not some shit I wanted to do because I'd rather gamble on me mm-hmm. and my team and know that, um, hey, there's a chance that we're going to hit a ceiling and we're not going to be able to leverage certain things that big record companies can, like radio play you know they come in with a big briefcase and they're like man we got mariah carey eminent we gotta have all these fucking people you gonna fucking play my shit bitch yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna turn around and make these artists come perform for you for free in exchange for play so it's it's a funny little it's a funny little fucking system bro that i do not miss yeah. and um it's in san antonio matter of fact I did a whole, I did like four or five radio interviews at Univision, so I'm bumping into DJs, like they're all at a different station, like down the hallway, from Tejano to, I mean hip hop, you name it, and um, we even did some social media stuff, but I'm bumping into the DJs that like I've known forever, back when I was just a little kid, a little punk, running around trying to figure out this mixtape rap shit, so a 360 deal is basically like, uh, 360 is a circle. We're going to get a piece of your whole fucking circle. So it's almost like they're trying to be like your manager, agent, pimp, owner. (laughs) Because they're trying to literally get a cut of every single entertainment dollar coming in. So to me, that sounds like management, agency, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it kind of blurs the lines of what a record company... um, What's the word? Used to kind of be, mm-hmm. which was they were more expected to take a risk, take a chance on some artists and develop them and take a risk with them mm-hmm. instead of we're coming to you because you already built something. You're already popping. We didn't we didn't develop you. And uh, it's like some quid pro quo, <laughs> <laughs> basically what I'm trying to say. It's it's like it's, it's like nerdy music industry shit, but. I think it applies to everything. Yeah. You can be, you can be like a mom and pop hardware store. There's gonna be a big conglomerate that tries to like buy you out, corner you, bully you. Um, so you see it in every fucking industry. But three hundred and sixty is like every shirt, and there's a lot of artists that are out there that are very visible. Mm-hmm. Um, th- think about it, man. If you're getting a cut off of every single little thing that this artist does, yeah, you might you you might want to prom- you're probably going to promote them more. Yeah. So, so prior to that, yeah.
0: what was it? It was all based off, off of albums, right? Like physical copies of things you would sell, right? Before, like, the like the real 360 videos took over. And then, if correct me if I'm wrong, or as, as I've read it or heard it, is, like, when streaming came into play mm-hmm. and companies, uh, big record labels, were like, we're not making money on, no one's buying That's albums anymore. That's what it was. Yeah, so we need to find a way to make the money on the artists because they're not selling these CDs anymore, they're not selling these things anymore. So that means the, funny, oh, yeah, go the merch you're selling on your website, at your tour, at, your, at the show, you know, we're, we need a piece of all of that. They start putting a squeeze on them, and...
1: One thing that it's a generalization, but um, a lot of artists now maybe it's different. But traditionally throughout history, some artists, if you're that much about the craft and you're just if you're just not very business minded and you're thirsty mm-hmm. and and you lose sight of, OK, are you willing to just sign over everything just uh for for some exposure? Because you want people at the barbershop to be like, oh, hey, that's such and such. Mm-hmm. You walk in like, why are you doing this again? Um, so a lot of people still fall for it, but you know, like my deal was so good, extremely good on paper, to where it didn't really make sense for them to really it's like, no, we're <laughs> they're getting a sliver. Yeah. They're getting they're the ones getting the little baby percentage. Whereas like the the example you gave, which was like, All right, man, albums are selling, but they're you know, streaming's on the horizon. Let's figure out an escape plan. So yeah, that that's probably it, but think about it. In the time when albums were selling, your standard entry-level artist deal was peanuts. Like if if a kid, if a kid spent $15 at Best Buy for the CD, Best Buy depending on how big the uh, the label that they were on, Best Buy might have spent anywhere from like $10 to $12 getting that CD in Uh, sometimes they do like rebates and promotional things where it's like, we really want to push this artist. We want to end cap. We want the, uh, when the Best Buy leaflet, the mail out goes out, we want to have his album under the, some of the specials and entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all those are promotional. Just like in the book industry, mm-hmm. you gotta pay. You want to make it on some bestseller list?
0: If you want to make it on Billboard, there's a price. You can buy yourself. You yep. could buy it. It ain't gonna mean shit. Nah, the New York Times bestsellers. You know, to break some. I hate to break some hearts. A what, lot of that. Two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty. Paid for. Yeah, paid for and a lot of these big uh, authors will they'll get into cahoots with their friends mm-hmm. and then say hey you buy 10x of my copy t- you buy 10x you buy 10x you know we're just buy gonna back. keep yeah. buy your own albums yeah.
1: too um, shit a lot of artists used to go in there and buy their own CDs um, just to try to make some list yeah and uh, the tamale kingpin made it on a couple lists off top just like organically no, yeah and we had to end up suing that distributor and uh, we had during that litigation, all that stuff gets yanked off of shelves. So, oh, and the duration ha- of it. Well, while you're about to, you're about to argue mm-hmm. this motherfucker ain't paying me my money. Right. So they, they pull all that shit from shelves and we, we realized we were getting screwed when they wanted a big order of all clean albums for mm-hmm. Walmart. So that's the reason I still have a whole bunch of clean albums of the Miley Kingpin, which was scheduled to go to Walmart before we was going to drop it off for it to go to Walmart. We were like, hey, we made it on this chart, this chart, and according to SoundScan, and according to how many I dropped off, we sold this many already. I was – I guess I'll throw a number out. I was expecting a check, Mm -hmm. and this shit going – if my sister's listening, her stomach's probably hurting, my like, right now if she's listening. Because it was a pain in the ass, bro. Like, you just really want to, you know – um you expect a certain level of honesty for sure and you really want to like rectify the situation but you can't manage to get a hold you know what i'm saying because you're trying to rectify some shit so anyway that first little check that we were first expecting uh me and my manager at the time david we went up there we were according to calculations for our cut we were expecting 50 g's Mm -hmm. off top and here go your cleans, and then we'll keep it moving, just keep giving me my percentage. Mm-hmm. You're just a distributor. You get yours. And the only reason I ended up with those people is because I was consigning albums through um, a program that uh like Hastings and Sam Goodies and FYE's, all those chain stores, mm-hmm. they had this little program for like up-and-coming local bands to drop off, you know, a dozen units, like little shit like that, and they were dealing directly with you, so... Let's say they had to buy dmX or Shania Twain from Universal they were gonna have to spend about ten twelve to try and make three or four dollars off of it with me they they probably paying me six and they're gonna make six so everybody's making money. They love you
2: mm-hmm.
1: I started selling so much consignment wise that I get a call from New York the people the parent company like transunion something the people that owned a lot of these chain stores they're like hey um you're uh, you're in this in texas south region this program where you dropping off you can't do that no more you it's not designed for people like you you're at another level so i'm like what do i do i'm getting penalized (laughs) for selling and making y'all money yeah they're like all right um you got to go through distributor no i'm just a fucking kid i'm like all right what the fuck is that you know i thought i was dealing with bobby and jim dropping off at all these places they're like well here's a list on that list was this particular company I'm thinking, well, shit, they come and recommend it from these people. How the fuck am I supposed to know? They're crooks. Mm. And uh, instead, instead of that 50000 it had 5000 so, Oh, no. So we're like. You playing with my money Yeah. Now. So it's like, oh, okay, I know what time it is. This <laughs> a, oh, you're trying to quit pro quo. <laughs> you're looking at me like Ukraine. Okay. All right. All right. Play with it then. Damn. And uh, we went about it the legal way. So we, we were um, on paper you won a settlement for they owe you i think it was like $200,000 that's what they owe you
0: how much have they paid rob uh i'm going to just sip on this right Fuck! here <laughs> not a damn thing <laughs> cuz they didn't have a piss a pot to piss no cuz they know
1: how to steal man so anyway uh see why you got to bring up 360s uh but then the thing with asylum records it was such a beautiful deal. It was a great deal. It was a perfect deal. Many perfect. people say never before seen in the industry. It, it was, was right excellent. up there right up there with the Master P deals. This was no TLC deal. This was a Master P deal. I think it was like seventy thirty or eighty twenty. It was something. eighty twenty, I think. I, I man, I don't remember. I think I think Master P's was might have been eighty twenty. Ours yeah, yeah, like yeah, seventy thirty. Oh, ah, I, I'm talk- Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta ask my sister in there, but um, it was such a beautiful deal. That no, let's near It was like a bad marriage. They're like, yeah, fuck, bro. bro like a and plus, they had like Lil Boosie. They had Mike Jones. They had Paul Wall. They had a whole bunch of people. uh A lot of one hit wonders too, like D4L, the Laffy Taffy. Uh, this other cat uh, inside peanut butter outside jelly um <laughs> that was like a one hit wonder um but you know they don't really be knowing what box to put you in and you know and you know there was some little office politics you know, uh, always friends, it was one motherfucker up there trying to cock block always trying to pull a motherfucking quid pro quote
0: not up in here
1: but yeah man uh so we got off subject i was talking about aaron sorkin <laughs> yeah. so not to go in circles, but uh, just to finalize finalize that thought. Aaron Sorkin did the open ended letter. He wrote the movie about Mark Zuckerberg, and he chastised this little boy in this in this letter. He was just like, "Did not recall, you know, our main thing was don't get sued by Mark." And I get it, you hiding behind First Amendment, and that that's true. But at this point, you're attacking truth. And then uh, at the end, he says, um, "He says, I'm paraphrasing. Man, come to think about it, bro." When I was right when I was writing that movie, I wanna go back and rewrite the end. I, I would have had the twins run have the ones that would have had this social network. Cause basically in if you read between the lines, you about to fuck some shit up with with your little website. Dude. And
0: <laughs> mob, mob <laughs> scene. Yeah. And scene. Uh the Snapchat versus the Snapchat versus Facebook business wars uh-huh. is really, really good. Mm. Really good,
1: man. I need to go listen to the uh,
0: all of them. You said Netflix versus Blockbuster, There's uh, a bunch Nike of versus Adidas. Yeah, it's a great it's podcast,
1: a, man. It's a lot of good podcasts
0: out there. Start uh, your week with this one, though. Of, this one, of course. What you said, this one,
1: comment, subscribe, all that. shit. Um, uh, another one I heard, man, it was about Lenny Bruce. I didn't finish oh. it yet it's it's legal wars so oh. it's, it's under like i think it's called one dream it's produced. yeah one dream that's what makes it they yeah. produce it and it's like legal wars and um they like act it out you hear sound effects yeah, like, yeah hey yeah. Let that's me. what i love
0: about those shows it's yeah. super produced like that yeah. they reenact the car noises and all that shit sometimes they get lazy though like it's supposed to be a late a female voice <laughs> yeah it's a dude and it's
1: still the guy oh we're all so shaken up right now yeah you know there's a chicken there somewhere that that's another one this other one that i started Cause I don't get time man. Mm-hmm. I don't get, I made the comment the other day yeah. where I was like, you know, well, if I drive to get Mickey at that time, that'll give me a chance to catch up on some of this stuff. And uh, I was like, well, you always had time. You always be watching. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm behind on a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> Look at my queue. So I got a lot of them in there. It's a lot of shit. So uh, there's another one that was, that's acted out. And it's about um, this, this real, um, I forget what kind of business he has. But it's a big fucking business because Homeboy rented out motherfucking World Trade Building Number Seven, the one that just fainted after, after the two Big Brothers. The fainted it by itself. <laughs> I haven't figured that by one itself. out. By itself, it's around the corner. It's far. When huh. I when when nine eleven happened, I was in San Antonio. Later in the day, they're like, "Oh, Number Seven just collapsed." Like, whoa, well, what did it get hit by? What do you mean it just collapsed? It was hot, man. It was super hot. Jesus Christ, it doesn't make any sense. But anyway. That was his building. He spent uh, $3.25 billion to rent that bitch out. And he had like a 99-year contract, like something crazy. He basically wanted to like own the World Trade Center 7, um, even though it was really owned by like the Port Authority, some shit like that. And um, anyway, so he had to get this big insurance account type of uh, whatever Mm. for it. See where this is going? (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) where my mind went. Long story short, it's like the biggest insurance claim in fucking history, in like real estate history. Yeah, you're supposed to be insured for this three point two billion dollar office space, and then that whole collapse, and you're like, "Hey, bro, you need to break me off something because my building fucking collapsed." And they're like, (laughs) "You still gotta pay." I don't don't give a damn. The building ain't here no more. Somebody gotta pay somebody. It's a quid pro quo. (laughs)
0: Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, business so if you like business wars, if you are to listen to it because we've suggested it, they have a business war daily. It's a ten minute episode every day about a Jesus new big Christ. uh you know, piece of information about a big business that day. So it's a daily episode.
1: Yeah, I like listening to the uh the daily. There's one called the daily. I know, I, I used to listen to that one. I need to yeah. go back to that one. Yeah, just some shit that they'll break down from time to time. Like um Homeboy They Just Killed. Uh Epstein. Yeah, no, I'm not him. <laughs> Yeah, they said his shit came back uh, homicide. homicide, but let's see what happens. Hmm. The boy got Epstein. We'll look into it. Yeah, and then Kevin Spacey's accuser, like somebody Kevin Spacey fucked over, like molested or some shit. Yeah, uh, they had a, a a court thing pending. Motherfucker got Epstein. Nah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're free. That motherfucker ain't around no more. <laughs> Holy shit. He got knocked off the map mob ties and vanished. Psh, boy got epstein anybody else want to sue holy shit because
0: it's a whole bunch of staircases and just a whole bunch of shit you can just fall off of fuck <laughs> what do you, so how do you feel about trump's you know the way he addressed uh, the whole situation <laughs> uh man I, honestly i didn't i didn't watch uh what he
1: had to say he has his way of communicating which can be very persuasive and effective because he uses visuals and shit like that uh and and that dude i follow scott adams his argument you know how he said uh you know he died whimpering like a dog yeah. you know crying and it's like how do
0: you cry and whimper at the same time
1: and yeah and you're blowing yourself up at yeah. the same time well um scott adams was like well this is good because he's he's painting an image that we won't forget uh and hopefully all his followers could peep game like bitch this was gonna happen to you mm-hmm. type of thing right uh so i see that argument and it's just funny. Uh, did you see the edited when they did a with the live track? Yeah, you know, Barack. Yep. back to him. Mm-hmm. So Barack did his shit very smooth and professional, which he has to, right? You know, he ain't finna get you know swagged out no. on no thing. He, he's got to keep it professional. Yep. So his shit was like, you know, as of you know nine thirty a.m. Central Time, you know, uh, the United States conducted a raid attack upon. You know, very like that, and the homeboy's like, man, we had dogs. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> try. <laughs> 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 you remember that soldier boy video that went viral? And I was like, da da. I, <laughs> I heard somebody coming up the steps. I got my Draco. Da da. Sideways Da da. It was like that. He was yeah. like, man, motherfucker, try to run through a tunnel. No, he literally said, uh, you know, usually people, you know, go through the front door. Knock uh-huh. knock. Hey, who's there? <laughs> no, no. You would think no side door. Boom. Blown hole through the wall, and the shit was entertaining, <laughs> yeah. right? He did it his way, but I think he got criticized because instead of doing an eight nine minute thing like Barack, he did forty eight minutes where he brought it back to him. Like, you see how unfair they're treating me? But I'll never
0: get credit for that.
1: Yeah, I I did it, but did nobody give me credit? But
0: here we are.
1: Yeah, I try not. to – It's just <laughs> I don't get caught up in um, you know, because you could be here all day trying to spend some shit. Like uh, like for instance, he got attacked. Because when Barack was claiming like we did it, yeah. you know mission accomplished, he was like, "Bitch, you didn't do shit." Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "It wasn't you. You weren't in the helicopter." Yeah. And now that this happens, is like, "I did it." But no, no, it's because he's in hot water, bro. So when you when you when you in hot water and people testifying left and right and motherfuckers getting subpoenaed and your partner Rudy butt dialing reporters, did you hear about that He butt dialing reporters. He's like, "Fuck, bro, let me get on TV." And uh, you know, remind motherfuckers why well, they're trying to get me about of my job,
0: dude. You Chingo's know. Trump's pretty fucking good. It's getting better. You know what I'm saying? Like, week I gotta, after week, I gotta practice. I know you watch a lot of his content. Well, on TV, man, it's it's almost like
1: a you know how Schwarzenegger everybody has a Schwarzenegger yeah. impression. All the motherfuckers on TV, from like Stephen Colbert to Trevor Noah to um, what's uh, Seth Myers, They all they all did.
0: Um, Dude, Frank Caliendo He was just on Fighter and the Kid I lo- At least I love that guy On Mad TV mm. Him and Will Sasso Had like some of the best Impersonations Which, You
1: know what I know I know Will Sasso I'm trying to remember I think Caliendo He does like Big Vegas shows now. Yeah he's uh,
0: He looks like Sasso But shorter mm. And a little bit You know thinner but he does a lot of uh, football stuff, but he had some of, the great, some of the best impersonations. And to go back to Trump, did you see him at the World Series game where they were doing them and they were <laughs> like, lock on. him up? Lock Damn, him up. And he's I just like, on. Mm-hmm. and that's
1: in D.C. Yeah. He just captured, this is, this is how they were clowning on them little TV shows. Basically, it's like, bro, you just captured this dude that is like the leader of motherfucking ISIS, bro. And you go to watch America's favorite pastime in D.C. And they booing you. It's just like...
0: But it's just that group of people. Like, I mean, you know... It, it's pretty split.
1: That, that's shit that scares me, man. It's like some people get so hardcore, like like it's NFL teams. Like It's like Bloods and Crips now mm-hmm. with Republicans and Democrats. It's and like
0: if you wear that hat over there, it's a Budweiser hat or a Rockets hat. But yeah, it's it, a you, Rockets Budweiser hat. People will just glance at it and not give a red. fuck and throw something at you. Well,
1: yeah, well I ain't going to lie, bro. I, I'm... Y- I don't give a damn who you vote for. I don't care what the fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm I'm in the middle with this shit. Uh, like what's the name Biden? He don't impress me either. Scott Adams made a good point. He said he said when you're running for president, who are you gonna have as your vice? He was like, are you gonna have a, like Barack's a star? You think Barack gonna have another star as his vice? No, get your little vice. Yeah, you assistant pimp. Like make me look good. Like it's almost like um it's like if you to open an act don't outshine the headliner right yeah. Barack's trying to headline right hey hey Joe I, I need you to middle for me just do a little hot 2015 <laughs> early show do 15 late show do 20 but you know you know hold it down not too many fucks watch your fucks don't be cussing don't do crowd work he's a vice basically uh Scott Adams is like if you voting for this vice who's his vice gonna be now you're getting a third-rate politician <laughs> but uh but, oh, speaking of hats and how how right now man it is sad, it's scary and it's sad and um uh, it's entertaining too because some of these headlines is some of these headlines bro it's like if you were writing a TV show that had to do with this stuff it'd be like all right all right this episode um so his boy is going to butt dial some reporter. Nah, man that's too come on. That would never happen. That would never happen. Yeah, it did. Or like all right uh, he's gonna post a picture of the dog. They photoshopped um, a real, whatever recipient. They, they some man. They had Trump was giving them the blue, like a medal. Mm-hmm. But the dog that he said very brave dog, beautiful dog. That dog they like photoshopped him putting the medal on the <laughs> dog, and it was probably just for fun. But yeah. people lost their minds. The White House official, it's it's trolling at its best. White House officials have reported that they're. Uh, There is no dog present at the White House at the moment. It's like, (laughs) come on, bro. Here's the shit that really scares me, though, and and I'm going to leave the politics shit alone. This is what really scares me. Right now, as we speak, there are some countries or, or people operating out of certain countries with certain resources that found a loophole. America has always been the bitch that couldn't nobody fuck that's what it was. Mm. it was every cunt russia everybody try to have some spies they trying to penetrate but over here people too down it's like nah bro i'm gonna be a whistleblower like nah, nah 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 bro democracy or like no no we still need freedom of the press you know certain things were protected that's why america was the baddest bitch couldn't mm. nobody fuck america america's like bitch i'm america you wanna send a spy espionage bitch you the ops you the opposition You know so america was the baddest bitch and now people found loopholes so there's some somebody peep game they're like bro they're having some meeting somewhere uh it's almost i don't know i'm saying it's like russian mob or somebody but somebody's having a meeting somewhere and they're like hey um check it out uh you know that facebook that they're all on over there and that's where a lot of them depend on for information you know that um they're not gonna take down fake ads bet all right we need a whole bunch of writers we need a, a warehouse full of bot motherfuckers just write write come what do we say come up with something write me a fucking ad saying joe biden fucked a goat in high school like <laughs> i don't give a shit photoshop bernie you know bernie's on crack he did not meth with kaepernick like just fucking write a bunch of lamar odom was at a brothel and hillary was at or something like just write a whole bunch of shit And then they make little fake websites That'll be like based out of Michigan And then shit just gets reposted People just glance at it in traffic Now they think that's the thing And um, uh, uh, so this is the fear People find those little weaknesses They find them little loopholes And it's like oh we about to fuck America Finally <laughs> this, been, this been the baddest bitch Especially if you're like a, a dictator In some other country or something You're like I'm about to fuck the baddest bitch bro this little democracy thing, that's like her virginity. Type of <laughs> this little cheerleader over here? This little democracy? Oh, she don't want to give up that <laughs> democracy? Okay. Yeah, you're going to give up that democracy because they found them little loopholes. Like, look, these people, bro, they're so divided. They're so angry where a hat can piss them off. And now we're not even fellow Americans no more. Now it's like two fucking teams and everybody's divided. And I got caught up in the shit because I was at a Mimi's Cafe in San Antonio on the outskirts by 1604 trying to enjoy some muffins and breakfast and stuff. And In walks a little family, right? She look Hispanic, she might be she might be Italian, I don't really know what the fuck she is. Um she showed up with whatever she was, showed up with like her white husband and their kids. And the little boy, I don't know if he was adopted from Nicaragua or some shit or if that's her son, which leads me to believe yes she is Mexican as fuck in something. This little boy was so dark. The mama had on the Trump hat. Like the special <laughs> edition Trump had. <laughs> what? So it's like a Hispanic looking lady with like huge fucking implants with her white husband okay. and, the, and their kids. Holla. And I'm like, that little boy will get deported in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much English he speaks. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I get it. I, you know, I get it. Like Chingo, your mister, they can't deport us all. Like you, Chingo, you can't possibly believe in open borders and just letting everybody. Well, no no we can't everybody you know what i'm saying like not just everybody you can't be wearing a suicide vest on my hey, let me in um and i say that to say this <laughs> we're fucking divided as shit this shit is entertaining but it's sad and it's scary because the last thing you want man is like this What i'll be paranoid because i'll be smoking weed too Super so paranoid. listen so listen i'll be telling my sword, bro I was like, look, um, I know you don't like to pay attention to these headlines and shit, but um, here's something that's very important, baby. Uh, uh, You know, if you start seeing reporters, like actual journalists, like the ones that ask the real important questions, not just a talking head on TV. If you start seeing these people getting fucked with or coming up missing or getting threatened really, really bad, then that threatens freedom of the press. And then that really uh, power just kind of, gets imbalanced and i always pay attention to like hey babe there's a recession in hong kong i'm just throwing it out there you know before we get too crazy with all this trick-or-treating and buying up too many chocolates <laughs> uh there is a recession and again there might be a spin put on it like it might one side's gonna say it's because of them protesters are down there fucking up y'all's economy so mm-hmm. stop cut it out leave you know what i mean yeah before we really bust out the artillery but y'all want to be tweeting y'all want to have these little cell phones we trying to ha- handle business um uh, so anyway that's that's theirs but all this shit is connected man
0: all this shit is connected you um, keeping track of uh like the feds yesterday dropping interest rates and what's going on with this so-called recession
1: well i saw in the newspaper that they were talking something about interest rates mm-hmm. but um uh, that they hadn't decided if they're gonna lower them i guess to make more people buy houses and mm-hmm. shit yeah
0: so they lowered them by uh, i think it was a quarter so it's uh yeah, one point five, one point two five, one point five. What that also means, though, is that if you check your like uh, your high yield and in, like investment accounts or savings accounts, like you'll also will have lost that percentage in investing. Mm. So you know, but they're saying it's stabilized. You know, mm. there aren't going to be any major changes. And on top of it, you know, all the risks between China and uh, Britain have 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 come to a point where nobody should be alarmed. Everything's going to be all right. And it, it's so much shit going on,
1: man. Like obviously in Latin America. Corruption and all that, like economic hitman type stuff, is like when you have no middle class, people rioting and shit. This shit's on fire. They got curfews, all types of fucked up shit. And then, um, what was the other thing? Um, somebody though.
0: Well, yeah, to to go back to that, like you don't want to make things out of reach for the middle class. Like without the middle class, what the, what are you talking about? You know, there's no that that is literally you want to talk about frameworks. That's a framework for the country.
1: Yeah, because then it, it goes back to like the haves and the have nots,
0: you know. That's like caveron. a weird turn. To putting <laughs> a squeeze <laughs> on.
1: Stay cabron. You know, and that's what I, you know, I'd be paranoid. Because I'm thinking, like, look, man, my parents chose to come to this country because obviously, you know, they thought the grass was greener or right. whatever, and stay on your motherfucking toes to where. You don't wanna get so comfortable. Like, thank God, man. Thank God we have freedoms, even though they listen in on everything and they read every every little fucking everything. thing. Right. We But you still got some freedoms to where there's not tanks going up and down our streets and we're not getting invaded. You know what I mean? It, besides like fucked up terroristic type shit. Which is you know, it's good that they caught homeboy. But what we've learned is that, you know, them type of organizations, man, <laughs> You think you think just killing one? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really don't know what the solution's gonna be. You know to where because a lot of these people they're like, hey, they, the way they see America is like you're the occupation. This is an occupation. Mm -hmm. This ain't your. You're all up in our shit, and you killed my uncle and my little brother limping now because y'all dropped some fucking mortars over here and. You know what I'm saying? And now y'all done pissed these dudes off. Now these dudes are taxing my old lady when she used to have a spot at the market. And shit's in turmoil. And now we're figuring out where the fuck we're going to go. And then you got that Brexit shit going on. Yeah. Where I don't know. Rick Gutierrez was telling me about it. But from the little I understand about that, he was telling me that, uh, what's that man? What's that man? Bannon? Hmm steve Bannon went over there he's like look man i'm a free agent you trying to fuck some shit up or not what man boris was like man hold on dog This is britain bro what you, you just showing what, what you mean fuck some shit up look man you want some more power i got some of this power you want some more of this power yeah i'll take some power because they trying to my term is up anyway or whatever he's like look man blame the muslims i done did all the math and calculation you need to run these ads you need to say this dude here's the play Alright, either you going to follow my shit. He's like, "Oh man, but I like Muslims, man. I got a couple Muslim homeboys." <laughs> Ain't no Muslim homeboys right now, bro. Do you want this power? So basically, he started scapegoating. It's just like textbook stuff. Like Italy, Italy's going through some shit because a lot of people are campaigning and saying, "Y'all tired of being unemployed?" Yeah, unemployment is high as shit, man. What the fuck? Hey, talk to them refugees y'all got coming up in here. Oh man, yeah, you're right, man. It's a couple of my town too, and my, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's like fuck refugees. That's why we ain't got no job. When it's like, eh, really? Yeah. it's really like, like for instance, um, Breakfast Club interviewed uh, that dude Byron Allen that owns the Weather Channel.
0: Oh, really? That you know? I what did, I'm uh, about? Yeah, I didn't watch it.
1: Well, he's that. I think he used to be a comedian. Yeah, but, but he got smart and he he cre- he, uh, he created this show where he, he'll interview like a Burt Kreischer, Ralphie, May, like three, four comics. And um, he's, it's real corny because he sets them up to do their joke. Like, hey, so I heard you went on vacation the other day. Oh, man, you know, vacations are crazy. Man, why is my 11-year-old, yeah. you know? You know, baby, we, we in the cabin. Why did you? Whatever. That dude, he's produced, he has, he has, I think he's a billionaire. He bought the Weather Channel. Right. Because uh, he owned his show, and that's how he made all that bread. So he's producing a movie about Martin Luther King, where he basically says, I think he said it's based on a, a book or something. So I want to go back and listen to it because he pretty much said, <clears throat> we got to be careful with this one on, on these, on, you know, everything, on, on everything's listening. On the internets. On the internets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that supposedly the government, you know, I, n- I know because we Mexican, we'd be paranoid about the government, but look. I need to whisper this. The, the government. in español, we gobierno, algo. Supposedly they were like, hey, bro, we heard that little speech you did where it was like uniting the poor of all races, all colors, like mainly white people. Like, hey, it's, 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 the, it's the war ain't race. The war is paper. And this is what we're going to do. He was going to plan like a huge poor people's march and unify everyone so that they can see this little monopoly game that was going on. Right. And soon, soonly, uh, shortly thereafter, they basically said, hey, man, this dude is a threat to national security. So. We need to eliminate this threat. We need threat. to take care of this. Yeah. And that threat uh, in Memphis, when he stepped out onto the balcony. That's why none of my hotel rooms got balconies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them sh- 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 straight up, I don't want no balconies. No balconies. I don't want a seat. Don't say nothing that rhyme with bal- alchemy. Don't say alchemy.
0: Bulletproof glass. All that shit. Like the, you know like what I'm saying? Like I need you a Popemobile know. when I get to the show. Because when
1: you got a podcast like this, like, can you imagine, dog? Uh, Rogan had old Boy on there. snowden (laughs) dude man i'll tell you bro man that rogan's about to go down in history dog because he just opened up he reminded people like y'all know they've been said and i almost want to like if you had to ask all these politicians like a couple questions like everybody that's running right my thing is this hey man so um are y'all done tapping everybody's phones Y'all, y'all still need to tap everybody's phone yeah yeah we they do yeah. yeah man next question dog yeah yeah gonna
0: have uh, that's one.
1: a good question i'm gonna get back to you on that one go stro's <laughs> <laughs> go right. Nats. all right thank you guys uh for the questions air force one they gotta go he's gotta catch a flight but that's a good question like hey um so like when y'all gonna stop spying on us because rogan done already like rogan's gonna go down in history like some benjamin franklin shit
0: dude he's gonna <laughs> fuck yeah you're gonna see him on the side of a mountain somewhere <laughs> right? probably in california somewhere in the More hills. Than likely yeah calabasas
1: uh, calabasas yeah
0: malibu yep uh yeezy will be having his church ceremonies around that fucking yeah. statue have you seen yeezy's merch
1: no <sighs> man what's wrong with this dude
0: did you see that i was gonna ask this earlier when we were talking about it while you're looking that up uh, yeah. where he was talking about the culture that video he's like what is the culture who made the culture we said we're doing it for the culture but what's the culture well, What's culture? Yeah, right. So he said that enough. He said that so many times that actually I was like, wait a minute, this actually makes some sense. He like, like mind fucked. He totally mind fucked. Hey, hey, who want to get mind
1: fucked? Yeah.
0: So then I was like, okay. And the comments were all like, holy shit, this makes total sense. He was like, what is culture? Yeah, dude. Now I gotta find this. This is the episode where we find things on our cell phones. Everyone. Hey, wasn't it wasn't it Bill Burr that
1: did a joke about um, that he was watching a, a documentary? Have you seen Bill Burr's new special? No. Okay. Well, he did a joke that. That him and his wife his uh his wife is black and they were watching a documentary on elvis and and he said that uh she was getting madder and madder as she was seeing how white people stole rock and roll from black people <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh man yeah yeah, which they did and uh but well, they borrowed it they did it their way right it's changed a couple things yeah um but it even influenced like all these cats from like mississippi like poor people like sons of sharecroppers and shit like found a way to express themselves and this should end up influencing from the rolling stones to yeah yeah. all this shit is came from blues like mississippi delta Mm -hmm. all these cats from back in the day and um anyway he said he basically this was his premise his premise was like if there wasn't so much suffering in these communities it's like you can't have it both ways either you want to end suffering like go back in time and you know make things Mm fairer but you're not gonna have jazz and blues and R and B and rock and roll and all this cool shit, hip hop, all this cool shit, black people invented. That was his whole, if I'm not mistaken, that was his whole argument. Which is, uh,
0: what's his wife's name? Do you remember? Bill Burr. Yeah, I have no fucking. He name. always yells it on the podcast like he's pretending to yell at her, like she's downstairs. It's fucking hilarious. All right, here
1: goes Kanye's merch. All right, all right. Def Jam tweeted this here at Def Jam tweeted new. "Quote: Jesus is King. Merch available now. Link: shopkanyewest.com. Look at this bullshit. Look, look at this. Oh, Trader's Village. <laughs> look at this. He got what? black Jesus on one sleeve, white Jesus on the other sleeve. Is it five hundred dollars a hoodie or probably? Look, come what on. What are those? Uh, I think, huh? They're like shorts with some like. Did you Google this? You got everyone's no, got to Google this. Fucking. Twitter, look, Kanye in the choir, Sunday service. I thought it was a joke, My but um, that boy tripping, man, he's supposed to be like a fashion dude too. uh uh-huh. somebody tweeted, didn't Jesus tip over tables outside the temple for doing shit like this? Um, I-, I tweeted, inspired by Trader's Village. Man, this shit is so whack, dog. And I know I'm not like a fashion guru. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Fucking Fashion. I'm not, that's not me. But uh, but it's better than but that. But goddamn. But it's I, better than that. I got a little bit of drip. A little bit of drip. That could be my rap name. Available at junglebling.com. If you want to see some real motherfucking drip. Pobrecito Los Astros. Did you see my daughter rocking her Astros? Adorable. That looked adorable. She's a little brat, though. I'm putting <laughs> in jiu-jitsu. As soon as she turned three. She's going to ride up into this AMG. You know what I'm talking about? The little... Uh, <laughs> which is funny because marisol is going to use that in a photo shoot oh that's so funny. i have to assemble it y'all wish me luck and uh <laughs> marisol's using it for a photo
0: shoot and then penny can get it for christmas like why is there six wheels on the back yeah
1: it's only got four. Fifth wheel on the back popping trunk
0: fifth wheel <laughs> pulling that truck <laughs> at the miles you know what i'm saying yeah so this was the uh,
1: an- yet another political episode i'm gonna have to leave these headlines alone bro but that's what the fuck i'd be thinking
0: no, that, that's what makes the podcast, you know, you got, you got, people can't, a lot of these, you know, listeners are probably new to podcasting. Maybe let's just say that the What Did He Said podcast was the first show they ever heard. This is what a podcast is. It is the organic, or it's supposed to be for yeah, most it shows. it should be. Be yourself. Just authentic. the organic of conversations, unless there's an interview taking place, which we do every once in a while. Yeah. But it is what it is. This is like the inside. This is where we get to fully pull back the curtain to what mm-hmm. actually goes on. Uh, even though this looks really awesome, you don't see what's on that yeah. side of the camera. <laughs> And that's kind of like an uh, yeah. an analogy for life or a metaphor for life. Yeah.
1: And speaking of uh, pulling the curtain or whatever, I posted uh, a segment from Marisol's vlog, uh, which is on her YouTube. Uh, you can go to marisolarela dot com forward slash YouTube. That's right. <clears throat> and uh, in this episode, it was like DC, and then it cuts to us making it back oh, on the home. porch. And yeah, we I just put the camera on the porch. And I was like, Man, whatever. But um, the con- one of the comments was like. You know it's weird to see Chingo just like not being funny and like just sitting there. <laughs> like for one, it's it's Money Soul's vlog. I'm not trying to take over her vlog, and be all lit. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there, just whatever. Like I'm gonna speak when motherfucking spoke. And your time. mind, you're like, because I could if I wanted you know, I to. Could I can add, I can take. You know, you want, spotlight. If you want some fly ass shit said, you want something entertaining. Say it. no more. You know what I'm talking about. I I, I could whip whip some up, but I'm just there, just whatever, chilling. And uh, and and that's another example of. Pulling the curtain back Where you just see a motherfucker Sitting on his rocking chair Plus I'm old I'm old So (laughs) I feel like You know I pay attention to Like uh, All that politics shit man Like you can't believe everything you read because, especially these days, man, these websites are made to look like real websites. Yeah. Or these some of these accounts on Twitter, you fuck around, and start following a person ain't really a person, and some of the shit starts making sense. Now they, <laughs> now they, now you know what I mean. Now they're getting into your head. Now you done retweeted some bullshit, dude. Which happens. There, oh a, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. It happened to me. There's a reporter, nice person, met him once. Uh, he's a reporter for like I don't know Chronicle or somebody. Okay. I forget. And um he he tweets a lot of political stuff sometimes and he posted this is when the shit was going down with the kids and the cages and the aluminum foil blanket and Mm -hmm. all that type of shit um when it first happened and everybody was like hot over this shit and then you see a visual it was like uh uh, it looked like a like a school bus but it was like a bunch of uh little car seat like they were literally it's like a jailhouse bus for babies Mm -hmm. is what it looks like right homeboy i don't know where he got his info from He just pulled the trigger with the tweet and it's just like, uh, such and such company is manufacturing and pitching these to, uh, like department, the Texas, I mean, um, what is it? Homeland security Mm. to see if they could sell them a bunch of these for what's happening or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like retweeted like, oh, that's some old fuck ass, whole ass bullshit dog. I slapped shit. I don't know what I said, but I retweeted it like, oh my God, this is so sad. And, um. Then I get called out like, hey, Chingo, this is from 2016. It's actually a prototype for like it had nothing to do <laughs> with, with what's going on now. And that happens all the time, yeah. especially with um, like the rainforest The people don't forgot already because the sa- chicken sandwich came out. But the Brazil, it's back. right? We made more. R- the real. <laughs> it's the real, baby. You want some of this power? You want some of this chicken sandwich? Chapter two. So, um, so the, when the Brazil shit was happening? Like some of the pitchers supposedly like, yeah, that's actually from like a different part of the rainforest from like 10 years ago or whatever. And so you got to be careful, man. Everything you see, like these days, because it's not sometimes some of these companies take the stance. Like I think Twitter, they do more of a job of we're not running any political ads. Like do not give <laughs> us money for political ads. Like real shit, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Right. <clears throat> so that remind th- me the something. shit is OK. The shit is so crazy. To where it's a bunch of fucking bullshit, and fuck boys are winning, (laughs) the trolls are winning. Trolls are winning. The the, you know what I mean, like man, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, bro. Like you know what I mean. They taking the real ones away from us. Takashi was on top of the world. Excuse me, sir. You know Takashi was on top of the world. Everyone's like, man, finally we got a Mexican rep, bitch. (laughs) Fuck you, mean finally. Uh, <laughs> fuck you been at though. <laughs> me and MC Magic and Baby Bat we we honed it down. Down here in the south, you know I'm saying Lil Rod, where you at? You know what I'm saying we honed it down in the south. You know what I'm saying you got me Lucky, GT Garza. You got um, who else? Uh, Takashi? No. <laughs> no, fuck no. But uh, um, trying to roll in that circle? No, but like for instance, like for instance, there's always three sides to every fucking story. For example, um. I saw somebody trying to use the fires that happened in California. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, see, climate change is real, and that's why, you know, this current administration, this is an example of blah, 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 blah climate change, fires, California image, right? Push your buttons. Somebody else retweeted it and was like, okay, well, this shit was a badass tweet. I don't know who the fuck is telling the truth, right? But the person retweeted it, they put a, uh, okay, well... You're supposed to thin the forest. You know, y'all didn't do that. Like, basically, I I don't know where they got that info. They're like, you're supposed to, um, like, update some of this infrastructure. Now we're having all these blackouts. They're like, you're supposed to treat the mentally ill. You didn't. So you got people shitting in the streets and Skid Row and all these homeless people. Like, basically saying, like, the point is, don't try to blame everything on motherfucking climate change. It's like, there's certain shit y'all were supposed to do Mm -hmm. that... You you're, you're not doing and now you're trying to run with this thing as an agenda just to sideswipe people and now everybody's fucking confused and nobody knows you know what I mean what the fuck is upside and yeah down. agenda
0: should be the first word you'd think when you read something online or before you tweet something like who posted this what's their agenda mm-hmm. you know because it's easy to just get lost in the uh, clickbait in the clickbait that's basically and I can't find what I was looking for but if anybody knows who Sam Tripoli is mm-hmm. um, tinfoil hat. hat you know he's but he's been around forever he's been doing comedy probably like 15 plus years and he posted he, Rogan was talking about this. He retweeted a picture that wasn't a real picture, but it was of like Beto O'Rourke, at like uh, like a little younger, like I think he was drunk in his underwear or something, with a bunch of drawings on him. And then like Sam Tripoli tweeted it and was like, "Fuck this trust fund kid," you know, blah blah. He's not a fan of him, right? Uh-huh. And that made like Rogan like Rogan go on a rant about how odd of a character he thinks he is, and like who it, Beto is. Yeah, uh-huh. he's like his name's what kind of name is that? And I was like, okay, well he doesn't know that what it, it's short for, right? He's like, it sounds like beta, like he's a beta. When I hear him talk, he reminds me of like a beta male, you know. And then later, <laughs> I think he got a text from that was like, "Wasn't right. It wasn't him. It was it was a false picture that somebody photoshopped oh, yeah. or whatever." But then, like, if you just go to his Twitter, it's just all like a lot of people don't like like when they don't like particular candidates, mm-hmm. they go hard on them, right? So he's just going, you know, fuck this uh, trust fund kid. When he was talking about, we'll buy back all your weapons, and then I just click on it, and then there's like Trump going at like these, like Beto and his other candidates. It's fucking hilarious that we get to see these guys on Twitter go yeah. back and forth with yeah. each other, all of and them. entertainers, Cat
1: Julian, Julian Cat Castro, all these people. In the past, you didn't. There was no Twitter, so nobody had access in real time. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. And it's interesting because, um, what's the name? uh, Which one of the Trump sons? Uh, what was it, Eric? And what was the other guy? Uh, I don't know. I one of them. Yeah. Number two. So I think Eric Trump, <laughs> one of the cats, basically was trying to clown that, that lady, Kamala Harris, who was running for president. Mm-hmm. He posted um like a little clip of her like laughing hard, like at her own joke type of thing. And he was just like basically saying like what a disingenuous person like who the fuck does basically it's like bitch you're weird Mm -hmm. you're strange as fuck you're lame as fuck don't nobody vote for this chick basically right Mm -hmm. in essence he's clowning her she retweets it of course because she got a fire team of writers so they're like all right say this bet bet come out do this (laughs) you finna get them oh you finna get 50,000 bitch you finna get 50,000 retweets she retweeted and put um you you wouldn't know a joke if one raised you And everyone's like, oh, you wouldn't know a joke if one rate she's calling his dad a joke. And it's relevant because he was saying that she laughs at her own jokes. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, Okay. cool. Good. Good little tweet, Kamala. But here's what she fucked up. When she put her little two cents and retweeted it. Tagged on. Exactly. No, 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 no. She when you retweet somebody like that you're now you've amplified oh, well, his yeah. point of view and this video that's showing you in a bad light mm-hmm. so you're kind of fucked up yeah too so it's funny how like twitter's like this it's like this double-edged sword and um i know a lot of people too trip out on like hey man like if if we elect a president should he be tweeting all the time yeah like, just shit he sees on Fox News or wherever. Like, let's just say, um, pretend Bernie wins or something, right? And he's just fucking tweeting, <laughs> tweeting all day. Like, ha, ha, bitch, I made it, Or whatever. Like, <laughs> it'd be weird. It'd be like, hey, man, some of this shit you probably shouldn't be tweeting because either it's divisive or you giving up some info or it's just a different time.
0: Yeah, it's weird to think to go back now after trump like how do you go back to the model before where there's all it's like it's not WWF? <laughs> yeah it's not wwe oh yeah e. my bad that's oh. the OG. world something federation world animal something world uh
1: no well it used to be wwe i know i grew up in that oh. too yeah oh, yeah okay. yeah
0: generation you know generation x and okay, all that shit suck it tupac you know. and all that shit yeah the other tupac um x-pac my bad <laughs> <is the laughs> ultimate warrior <laughs> that's yeah that's even before my time
1: yeah ultimate warrior Shit, when I was real little, hacksaw Jim Duggan and motherfucking uh, when they had cartoons, uh, Sar- Sergeant Slaughter. They had cartoons. They had cartoons, bro. It was Sergeant Slaughter. Shit, uh, was Mister T one of the motherfucking wrestlers? No, but uh, like Iron Sheik. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if you remember Iron Sheik. I'm remember of him? Like um, snapping to Slim Jim. What Randy oh, Savage? yeah, yeah, Macho Man. You had Macho Man, Randy Savage. You had motherfucking Ric Flair, uh. Randy Savage. yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, of course. The Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster. Which they have a podcast about him where he his lawsuit versus Gawker when his little sex tape yeah. came out. The Hulkster. <laughs> well, Hulkster had Lil' Hulkster out. No, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, he, I know. Brennan Schaub has a whole joke about it. Yeah. But basically some website called Gawker, I guess, leaked the shit. And um, some dude named Peter Thiel mm-hmm. who invested in Facebook early in the game. Had some kind of vendetta against them, and he basically paid for a Hoax the hoaxer's legal fund. Basically, he
0: helped Gawker go under because he hit him with a whole slew of lawyers. He was a fan of that little hoaxer, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like, well, What up, man? Though?
1: Leave little hoaxer alone.
0: I'm gonna pay for this, but coming over to my office.
1: Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to that. I'm curious to see what the fuck happened there.
0: But um, crazy world, yeah,
1: man. Just you know, just trying to catch up on all these podcasts, bro,
0: dude what so uh total segue total non sequitur here when you do have downtime like you were saying earlier you don't have a lot of what do you try to do with your downtime oh man lately there really ain't been much um i would say like fire
1: beats. yeah that'd be like my little form of uh of uh what you call procrastination that's probably the only thing that's like hobby related Mm -hmm. Uh, me fucking around because i'm trying to learn the software i'm trying to recreate what i'm trying to make that's in my head and you know, I'm not an expert in music theory and scales and keys mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. But, um...
0: Making up for Mighty Soul's burping today. Ah, man, my bad.
1: <laughs> uh, Like, gym, gym, it's fun and, it, you know, it's, like, extracurricular in a way. But in a way, arguably, it's not extracurricular. It's almost like being professional. It's like you have to... You got to take care of yourself because, you know, when you're flying in these airplanes and stuff you know you start retaining water or like you know you like we feel it man mm-hmm. when um when we're at home that's why we, we have senioritis and we can't wait to just stay put a little bit and catch up on on a bunch of stuff but um you know when we flew to Tacoma handle business out there next day flew to Albuquerque now you going to the desert you know your mountains and dry um you out there now you eating food out of the casino you know, it's a lot of probably sodium and stuff. Uh, you're, eating, you're eating airport food, like fuck. Okay, we have a quick layover. All right, let's. Just, what do they have in this terminal? You know what I'm saying? How yeah. much time do we have? So now you just said fuck the diet. Now you're just kind of eyeballing shit and seeing what the fuck's around, uh, trying to do mental macro math and shit. <laughs> like, all right, uh, this bagel might count for those pancakes so you you feel it then you get back and now you're busy and you don't make it with the trainer so now you're kind of doing your own thing long story short you i i feel it like i'm like okay uh the scale was not that's not what it you know what i'm saying like wait wait a minute this shirt didn't used to fit me like this (laughs) uh but we did a workout with sean today and man i was gonna bitch out I almost canceled because so I'm, sad from last night because the the renter house the people from Katie they're like hey uh, the garage is, thing is broke and I'm like babe you might have to just go with Sean because I'm um, I might have to probably go to Katie you know because I'm real technical and <laughs> I know how to fix stuff really f-.
0: fix the garage
1: door on your own nah I was gonna have to hire somebody <laughs> but um which I'd love to have a rental property manager so I ain't gotta fuck with shit like that but I almost canceled I'm glad I didn't but it's like man my legs are sore chess or the only thing that was like the furthest away from the rotation was back and we did that today and it's like fuck <sighs> just gotta rest up now stack out on Los chocolates halloween
0: when y'all leaving tomorrow tomorrow morning yeah drop off mickey at school and hit the road nice hit the road last four shows of the
1: tour senior itis like i'm gonna try some new shit okay i feel like san antonio you know, we filmed three of the shows. We'll see how it turns out. Might release some of the stuff. But um, um, it feels like pencils down, turn your paper in. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, shit, man, <coughs> I wasn't
0: done. Or like, oh, yeah, I feel confident in that. Well,
1: I know from an artist's perspective, I know for a fact that I've heard this about like Lil Wayne and 90% of artists. Like, they never feel like the song is done, the project is done. It's never fully done. Mm-hmm. You just have to set it free and move the fuck on, right? So, thankfully, I kind of have that belief. Like, as an artist, I get bored with stuff. And plus, with, with stand up, I'm about to go back to the same cities next year. So, I can't come with the same stuff. And um, so, with that being said, in Fort Worth, <clears throat> I want to open up with, like, some new shit, freestyle some shit, maybe a lot of, like, really push myself on the crowd work. Not just to kill time, but at all. I don't want to just, like, have filler, but, like, really work that muscle. and Get get organized and figure out, okay, what new stuff do you want to put up front before you abandon ship? You you couldn't tread water no more, and you got to go back to the script, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then at the end, we haven't done this, but uh, we've been wanting to do a and a Mm. so from those Q&A's you'll see what people are interested in you know you might get some funny bits out of that so on and so forth it's like it's like reverse crowd work so it's still improvising you have to make it you know entertaining whatever so it's gonna be a new little format for you know just to start like all right, man stop doing the same you know
0: yeah so this tour was the first tour where you actually like it was uh, like whoever was with you like opened up whether it was let's say it was a Luis, uh and Jerry mm-hmm. or midnight, whoever, and then you, and then you did the full hour. So that that uh, framework uh-huh. is this is the first year you've done that like a full tour, right? Were you actually doing the hour at the end? Yeah.
1: The first time I did like the forty five to an hour at the end was Miami. Right. Miami improv. Last at the end of last year. No, that was like beginning Oh was it? In, if I'm not mistaken, it's be it, it should be on the back of the T shirt. Um okay. it might be beginning of this year. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so, so Rick pushed me in the deep end. Like, hey, man, you got to go last. And I um, got some compliments, man. Like uh, some of my comedian friends uh, from San Antonio, they are like, one cat, he works at the club, too. And he's like, man, I thought your show was cool. Like it was dope last year. He's like, but this is some next level shit. He's like, man, this, this is some fucking dope ass shit. Dope. And then another cat from out there. It was also funny. Uh, he was like, yo, you had their, the show he went to. He's like, man, you had their attention the whole time. Everybody was engaged. You had them going. And I was like, that was probably the weakest one of the whole weekend. He's like, damn. <laughs>
0: Dope.
1: Yeah. It's a good so, feeling. And he get yeah. a standing O at the end. Got a little standing O one one of the shows. But every, they were packed. San Antonio, man. Like, Sunday was packed. Thursday was packed. It was packed, packed, packed.
0: Puro pinche party. Yeah. <laughs> Let on. us know if you want us to produce those signs. Puro pinchapari.
1: Yeah, um, if y'all want, they're usually made out of metal. We just need the plug, man. Yeah, But, yeah. but
0: the metal, that's that's gonna be kind of heavy to ship. Make it out of aluminum. I got some. I got some handy plugs. Oh, see if we can make them. Uh, I was thinking like folding, to where it folds into just one solid piece, like the way it's three letters. Like where it would just fold, fold. On top it of it, so be, yeah, oh. and it can be really thin, like right. a thin aluminum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or had that
1: bitch come in three parts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Stack it. Think
0: about it. Make it out of wood. Would you know, be a light, little heavier. Light wood? Yeah. Light light. Wood. We could do light wood, yeah. No, no, no particle board. No particle board. No <laughs> plastic. You know, we're trying to save the you turtles or saying? some shit, we're, you know? Yeah. Jango's using ain't paper no, straws and shit. We're not gonna have no kids
1: welding, this ain't no
0: child exploitation. I didn't say that. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know kids are not how to weld really well. Damn. That's a small town shit right That's thing. right. Not me though. I was like, eh, I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, man. Holidays are coming. Senioritis. I can sense it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, um, I can breathe now.
1: Well, honestly, man, like we told the trainer today, we're like, look, man, we've been real flaky. The times we did have schedule, we were having to cancel because it was just a lot of shit happening. Like I was trying to get back in the studio, you know what I mean? And so as soon as, as soon as we're done from traveling so much that's kind of the shitty part (laughs) of the job we're gonna um there's a bunch of loose ends and prepping and things for next year um new material wrap up that music project which i feel like i'm slowly starting to knock off the rust like i'm i feel like i'm finally getting in my little groove because a lot of them tracks man it's like "Ah, i don't know where you were going with that one or like yeah i had to rewrite that one and then there's some where it's like
0: Oh shit, you kinda went in on that oh, one. We've got a banger on our hands. Yeah. Or like, okay, that's a fly little hook or whatever. But um Well dye your hair like a rainbow and let's just go at it, you know. Fuck it, let's right? fill that spot. Let's
1: face tats. It's uh let's get, you know, pop pills. Yeah. Let's just rap about Oxycontin and mm. you know, sip and drink. even though like I heard I heard some new artists today, um, Shoreline Mafia, mm. these new little rap cats. And um, you know, Houston really started that drink. Epidemic like the fucking codeine mm-hmm. prescription, big pharma. <laughs> yeah, you know, crooked doctors write prescriptions, and I'm hearing these youngsters. I guess this shit, it's, it's been around. Like Lil Wayne made it popular with his double cup, and you had two chains. Everybody named Mom talking about scissor syrup. Well, these new little young cats, they're talking about like that and all type of pills like oxycodone. Is I'm popping the three, two, three Zannies and this and that, and I'm like. Hey, man, we got an opioid crisis, dog. Like, <laughs> it's an epidemic, like, did you know? Bro, that's big pharma, bro. Like, you ain't going to be able to shit. Like, you're, you're hooked on prescription painkillers, and you're making this shit sound cool. Like, crumbled up, poured it in, just put it in a drink, you know, snorted this, and popped <laughs> I'm like, damn, what is it, sir? Can I talk to you about your liver? Sir, you ain't going to shit for days. Like, speaking of drugs, uh, today I was dropping off Mickey at school, <clears throat> and they had these little signs. It said Red Ribbon Week, Drug Free Zone. I remember that. And I said, "What's, baby? What's Red Ribbon Week?" She's like, "Oh, that's um, like Drug Free Week, something, something." Dare about, comes and talks about to drugs, us. right? Yeah. And uh, in my head, you know, she's too young and all this stuff. But in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so these chemical compounds, which you label drugs, yeah, you do know that in a few years these kids are gonna grow up and. You know, be young adults and start to get mixed information about some of these chemical compounds, because mm-hmm. by then they're going to know that Tim Ferriss, the, the the tech investor, stopped investing in tech and started moving all his money into research for stuff like psilocybin, which is in shrooms to help with like PTSD or I, I forget which mm-hmm. chemical compound is for what, but everything from MDMA to like, I think that one's for PTSD
0: uh, you know I guess MDMA is what Like ecstasy Or mm-hmm. molly Or some shit Ibogaine Is another one Which one's that one That one's uh like a South American plant Of some sort
1: Some type of Ayahuasca type yeah. stuff Yeah So you have all these Quote unquote Either you can call them Drugs But We're already seeing That a lot of states See some Like THC And CBD As you know Possibly helpful For some people um, Colorado Got hip to the game With shrooms Right mm-hmm. Is that psilocybin mm-hmm. <clears throat> which i'm very curious about and uh you know just throwing it out there you know what I'm saying? I'm d i'm saying i mean don't be slipping me no psilocybin's you know don't be slipping me no frog talking about <laughs> lick this uh, <laughs> <laughs> lick, god damn lick, it. lick the frog butt dog. i was you know about f- to
0: say go ahead but then you hit me with the butt uh the frog, the frog butt the i frog butt, can't yeah. do all that
1: yeah i can't do just random people shrooms i've never done shrooms but i'm very curious about that shit so these kids th- this is my point my point is Like, you ever see people outside of a Starbucks or a
0: a grocery store, and they're like, hey, we're, um, dare. Yeah, Yeah. that's why I said it, because it annoys the shit out of me, but finish your thought. Yeah,
1: because I always want to, and I do. Oh, nice. I'm that asshole. Nice. Yeah. Hey, so, um, okay, so, okay, dare, dare to keep a kid off drugs. So what's y'all stance on marijuana, considering y'all probably call it drugs? It's el diablo. And then they say that, they started calling it ma- marijuana because mm-hmm. they wanted to give it that little Mexican tinge, a little bit of a... Oh, how nice. What's that word? Uh, s- what starts with an S? A stereotype? No, the other word with an S. Um, stigma. Stigma. So they want to give it that little, like, little Mexicano flavor. Yeah. Hey, orale, marijuana. It's basically scaring white suburban kids. This is back, in, like, in the 50s. Like, scared of white kids so they don't start... Smoking this stuff that the black jazz musicians and a lot of these little beatnik, open-minded hipster, uh, hippie, uh, motherfuckers want in war and you know fuck all that. No, so that's why they targeted weed. Bitch, ain't gonna be no in war. Fuck all that that peace talk, son. Get get on the helicopter. We sending you to Vietnam. Figure it out. See you when I see you. I wouldn't want to be would not because i've heard those va hospitals man shout out to the veterans but yeah. man they really need to i've never i've never been in no va hospital but i've heard some some sad stories but oh, yeah. uh, anyway the point is red ribbon week <laughs> my thing is this it's like <clears throat> like at what point are y'all gonna get up to date and maybe start explaining to these kids in a more scientific manner. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, these things that we call drugs, okay, there's, let me give you a list. All right. So it's chemical compounds, you know, some obviously, you can't break shit down to kids. Like, somebody's a schedule one, somebody's yeah, a schedule right. two. But, but why is it a schedule one? That's another story for another day. That, that is another one. Because they've given people felonies yeah. for those oil cartridges. Dude. And hey. then the irony, you know, them jewels, the, the nicotine yeah. ones. I want to kill people yes shit? they told people amen they straight up said people were so excited for those electronic cigarettes because they said we're gonna save lives with these this is a healthy alternative and motherfuckers is bitch cigarettes are better for you yeah because cigarettes you might die
0: eventually but the jewel stick
1: that's your ass that's gonna be your last inhale
0: you know it's interesting uh that he's a he used to be a judge here from houston um you posted about him the other day, too. He follows me on... on judge uh, from Houston. He was talking about... He was giving, like, the the the, the weed, like, little, like, hit, like tips, like, don't carry oh, the... Oh, he was a judge? Big, angry law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, we should have him on the podcast.
1: Yeah, we should. He uh, He's a lawyer. He kicks it with, like, Dave Chappelle, Mohammed. Yeah. What? Is it big, angry? <clears throat> big, angry law?
0: Yeah. Charles Adams. Yeah, he was a lawyer. He was ex-police judge. Um... He's involved with Gumball, the the big uh, car rally, too, yeah. which I'd love to talk about. He hosts some show on uh, iHeartRadio and, um, yeah, he's been on Isaiah Factor and all that jazz. But he, he keeps it real. Like, I don't know why he's not a cop or a judge anymore, um, but that he ha- he would have all the insight that you would want to know about drugs and felonies and crime. Man,
1: speaking of local and judges and stuff like that. Okay, all
0: right. <laughs> all right.
1: So. Has anybody asked Sylvester Turner and people like that?
0: Hey, man, um,
1: remember all that Harvey money?
0: You've been seeing that well, ad too?
1: I don't know. I'm just oh, – okay. it, it reminded me, though. Oh, okay. Well, it ahead. reminded me. I don't know how much of that shit is lied and made up and Photoshopped, but, like, hey, bro, so, like – because supposedly uh, – was it the commercial that said when, uh, millions of dollars when he, put, he cut a check to, you know, meanwhile – these funds were moved from here and, and uh the same contractor who was also under investigation for da, 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 and for like Katrina something yeah yeah, yeah. so it, they making it seem like, I don't know if that's just true they're making <laughs> it seem like hey we got all hey what's up man we got all this Harvey money man you know yeah how y'all holding up man we holding up bro but um so remember old boy that um you know did the <clears throat> rebuild for Katrina what's his info man because you know we trying to figure out you know we'd hate for anything bad to happen to these millions so d- didn't the lawyer the mayor of New Orleans go to jail or something
0: I think that's what it even says in the ad too no I, no you could google that shit yeah. like did what jail yeah right <laughs> supposedly yeah I think, it's funny we've been talking about this entire episode like clickbaity stuff and like ads and like we're ending it corrupt with, yeah, yeah, yeah but, but it is true
1: yeah cause cause listen yeah cause cause guess what bro Tony Busby is all he's running? You see his posters everywhere, too, right? Mm-hmm. The way Sylvester is sending out these mail outs, his smear campaign for this Tony Busby was like, Here's his mugshot from his DWI. Uh, why did the case get dropped? What maybe because of a $18,000 donation to the campaign of the judge, you know, or could it be that Tony Busby is, is they say he's a big Trump campaign donor and basically they just trying to run a little game over here and that's one of his boys you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so they're like doing a smear campaign back and forth so I just look at it I just be peeping game bro like I you know because I studied things like mass communication and media and like market you know what I'm saying like like for instance this, the way my mind works I'm a comic I need to write I need to look at things analytically right so if I see the red ribbon week i'm yeah. thinking well what are they telling you about drugs me huh oh, yeah, that's how it started <laughs> basically right yeah. and then you and then sylvester turner and then i'm no dummy bro so i receive in my mailbox this like um i would say it's about 14 by 11 poster uh yeah talk Jeez, about they just fold it up well, in no, your mailbox? uh yeah it's like kind of in there yeah it's like a big big ass flyer but it's like Tony Busby's mugshot. He's a Trump donor. um You know he donated eighteen grand to this judge, and that's why he's off the hook for this DWR. Like just a smear thing. I don't know how much of that's shit's true. And then same size, mind you. Yeah. Another flyer poster thing. Oh, we got Sylvester on there smiling, and and on the backside it's like fill in the blank. I am voting blank this day. I pre-filled i am voting for sylvester turner and then it said fill in the slogan if you can dream it you can achieve it <laughs> and then so here's my point considering that i'm no dummy and i know how posters get printed yeah i used to go drop off at the print shot all the time like you have to get files in order and cmyk and your your cut lines and you don't want anything that's important too close to the edge mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so basically whoever paid for this i was looking on the tony busby you know to smear because they smearing each other so i'm looking to see if it says paid for by the campaign of sylvester turner for may mm-hmm. i don't know if he's required to put that on there it wasn't really on there but you tell me who made it right put it on there if you made it if you put put your name on it because when y'all turned in that art to go get printed you ran it on the same sheet at the print shop the print you know what i'm saying when you turned in your file it was you smiling saying if you can dream it you can achieve it and then i don't know where the harvey money went and you know and then and then you got the tony busby smear one on the same sheet they just cut it and turned it in in cardboard boxes for you so my point is this I know you made them, but take credit.
0: <laughs> Put a stamp on it. At, official. You know what
1: I'm saying? At a motherfucker. You At just me. sneak this. At me, bro. So
0: you were right. So um, his name for the New Orleans mayor, former New Orleans mayor, was uh, Ray. I don't pronounce his last name. It's N-A-G-I-N.
1: Uh, Nagel,
0: right? N-A-G-I-N. Nagin. Nagin? Nagan? Yeah, Ray, was it Was it Ray Nagin? Yeah, we'll go Ray Nagin. Reagan? No, Ray, Ray Nagin. So he was um, convicted of 20 and 21 charges of wire fraud bribery and money laundering related to bribes from the city contractors before and after katrina sentenced to 10 years in federal prison man i'm telling you bro everybody's scheming
1: everybody's scamming yeah man uh, uh luisa uh, today um you know luisa's from mexico <laughs> as we all know mexico is very corrupt extremely fucking corrupt Cramer. Since since the conquistadors showed up, man, they've been fucking bamboozling people. So she's she knows governments are fucking corrupt. And I told her, Mira, Luisa, I had the thing on YouTube with all them little shows. I was yeah. like, Mira, ya está igual, ya está igual que era. like, Igual que México? See, I mean, what did motherfuckers say? are like, they're just running little games and they're all trying to fatten their pockets and these 1% of motherfuckers. She's just like, ah, ¿qué, qué está pasando? Or whatever. But. But uh, I mean, come on, dog. How you? How do you sleep at night, stealing hurricane money, dog? What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking bitch. Dark. You a hoe and a half. That's dark. You a hoe. You a whole hoe and a half.
0: That's dark.
1: You a whole bitch. That is dark, bro. I mean, people giving the images were so impactful. Of like, especially for us, the city underwater. I mean, people. People that I hadn't talked to in years. People from all, like, MC Magic sent some bread. Like, when we put the link up and we made it clear, like, we're not touching this. We don't want to have nothing to do with this. We're just kind of telling y'all we're gathering and we're going to forward it to, uh, I forget exactly who we, I think, now that I think about it, I I regret it. I mean, (laughs) Only because I don't know accountability-wise. Right. The one we chose, uh, my manager at the time, Rich Garza. He was like, all right, because shit was hectic. Mm-hmm. I think we were like staying in Dallas. We were like visiting our shelters and trying to like see. I felt like our hands were tied, trying to help spread information, make sure you're retweeting the right information. And some people were still getting rescued, and we're meeting people at the shelters. It was just a whole bunch. It was a shit show. And uh, Rich at the time, he's like, He's like, "Look, man, well here's the w- here's one that I found. It seems fairly j- legit. It's going through the mayor's office. I think Sylvester Turner and some people set up this thing and now looking back, it's like, "Well, fuck, who do you give it to?" Cuz everybody from the Red Cross to people them um the gov- I think the government in Puerto Rico, they got caught red-handed stealing Hurricane Maria money. They did. Uh oh, fuck. Um, it's like man, y'all zero see, fucks. That's given. why politicians, dog. Oh my god! And then people be having signs and shit on the fucking house.
0: And that's where the phrase like, uh, you know, politics and X Y Z. Like because of the craziness that's in like the actual governmental politics, at work, ah, it's politics. Or in the music, ah, it's politics. Or at the fucking gym, it's politics. It's all ah, corrupt. Yeah, it's what it is. Like it's just, just fucking yeah. It's just people trying to be shysters.
1: Yeah, and you know just
0: god willing man you know god willing
1: because i don't know how many other countries um like you know have some form of legit democracy going on where cuz some people bro when people are power hungry if they can figure out a way to steal an election or stay in longer than they're supposed to or, or or um like the people protesting and uh yeah who just did that was it chile was it bolivia one of these countries man they were like bro descarados i was like bro you leaving these whole boxes full of ballots just uncounted yeah you know what i mean yeah, like that's what it was like people just scamming stealing because the powers that be they want to have their puppet in and they'll figure out a way to fuck over people and they'll protest for a little while they usually get tired and if shit gets real crazy we bring them tanks out Rubber bullets bitch Pretty Okay much. what y'all want Rubber bullets and tear gas Or we gotta step the shit up
0: You want the real shit
1: You know what I'm saying Cause some of y'all Want to tweet out images Cause that's what's happening With um, with
0: Hong Kong and stuff But uh um, coaster of the podcast Right Laughs and sadness yeah, sadness and sadness and Bipolars <laughs> <laughs> Call no, that but, multiple personality No disorder. but you were
1: saying But you were saying like It's like be warned This is a politics episode uh, Like you were saying Like everything in life You know from the gym To it's like as long as this beautiful thing called freedom and democracy mm-hmm. and like there's a reason why there's certain amendments and stuff like that like as long as you know we don't start losing a lot of this uh privilege you know besides the fact that they spying on you shit like that but like we can get on this podcast and pretty much say a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know Um, like in this country you still can kind of critique motherfuckers and you know, not get silenced right away. Right away. At right least. away. You know, unless you Epstein, somebody. But, um, but yeah, it's almost like just keep an eye on things in case motherfucker got to be like, man, so, uh, what, 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 what Canada talking about? You know what I'm That's saying? That's
0: the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about, hey, like you're telling my soul, like, I don't know, you don't like paying attention to this, but this recession.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to hop ship just because of a recession. You know, I've been through a recession already. Yeah. You know, that was like '08 or something. But, um, uh, but just other stuff where it's like, well, you know, hey, baby, you know, curfew tonight. There's tanks in the street. Or like... Different story. Martial to... laws in order. Yeah, curfew, you know, they they tripping. You know, he don't want to leave. You know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's scary because it's just so divided. Like the lady at Mimi's with the, f- with the fucking hat. Like, lady. I I just look at it from like an anthropology, sociology type of perspective where I'm like, okay, when you made that clothing choice, what was going through your mind like do you know how some people might like it shouldn't we shouldn't live in a world where the person who won is just rubs people the wrong way when they see you representing yeah when you at the rally with a poster you know what i mean like it's crazy like when they had that sign at the game i'm sure people that back him are like bro why y'all got a big ass impeach banner at the fucking world series yeah you
0: know what i'm saying like both ways uh it's like you paid all this money for these tickets that's what you're gonna do you're gonna call it cause a ruckus yeah it's que los astros, sad day altuve couldn't do it
1: he was supposed to save us bro what happened to the harvey money altuve
0: <laughs> find out <laughs> somebody bro. jj What? oh he
1: he got caught in that whirlwind slightly because jj y was like the main face the main one the driver of all of it but yet we see trey i didn't seen how many houses trey and mr rogers done fixed it like i didn't seen the boat i've seen the food like i saw the water bottles like
0: uh jj
1: you over there with osteen brother
0: jj and we over here with mattress mac like i know you broke your shoulder the other day
1: he broke his shoulder uh
0: i think he tore his peck so it's, he's out for the season how you tear a peck he uh, just went for a tackle. That happens a lot in jujitsu too. Like you just your arm gets caught some weird way, like oh. in a omoplata or something, oh. arm bar even. And it just rips it off. Fuck. Yeah.
1: How painful is that?
0: looks extremely painful. I've seen a video before of a guy doing a, I think it was either heavy deadlifts or, or something. Uh, and the you, the bicep just tears, for, just tears off the bone. And as he's doing the deadlift, <sighs> it just winds up. Poop, poop, it just spirals up. Zoop, zoop, zoop. Oh. And he drops it. And he's just like, you got this ball of, muscle just up here that's supposed to be like you know down here man sean
1: had us doing so many curls today dog jesus christ
0: feeling at the bomb like a, like you felt burnout. the
1: pump like a burnout at the end bro it was two sets of 50 so like 50 reps so yeah. we did a 100 rep burnout and then we back door with with the rope curl on the cable machine
0: but like with 10 pounds or 15 pounds on it
1: <laughs> no, no 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 The 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 bicep <laughs> burnout we did uh-huh he put he put a bar, a 50, oh. he put a 40, he put a 30, and he put a 20. Okay. So I'm starting at 50, Soul's starting at the 40 next to me, and we move down three steps. So I do 50, 40, 30. Uh, how many reps each? How many, how many reps was that? Oh, uh, okay. So I did 10 reps of 50, 10 reps of the 40, 10 reps of the 30. Back up. Keep going. 10 reps of the 40. 10 reps of the 50 so that's 50 reps yeah and then all right cool chit chat for a hot second all right get back on it damn my shit was like what the fuck like i'm cheating like my reps i was trying not to be sloppy but like that last rep on
0: (sighs) you feel the pump yeah yeah do you ever watch pumping iron what, well, uh, that's with, the Arnold, uh, yeah, the general, yeah, yeah. The, old, the old, like, original one where he's like, mm-hmm. You feel the bump and you feel like you're coming, yeah. You know? It's like, I bust two nuts
1: <laughs> one in the morning at the gym and the one at night with your mom,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's stupid. laughs> uh, yeah. It was hard and a bitch, but um, getting back on it, dog, because we we
0: trying to stay home, stay put a little bit. Uh, and then kick it off. Pretty, I mean, you get two months, two and a half months or so, right? Yeah, and that shit usually goes by fast. So well, yeah, 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 holidays and all that shit, and, and, and on top of it. Yes, absolutely. Um,
1: but we are me and my so We already said it, like, look, we're gonna have to be super efficient with this little off season because I would know, say
0: picky is a better word.
1: Yeah, picky. Yeah, and 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 smart and efficient. Like, you know. Figure out what you're going to focus on and come up with like really good time management so that, you know, the 2020 tour, we already have some. Idea. We had a meeting with uh, the merch designer and we are he already has ideas for next year's like little campaign. We brainstormed like what's the photo shoot going to be like, because last year we did um, me with the San Marcos uh, trench coat. <clears throat> uh had the babies have soul in it and we did like that Mercado shoot where it has like that. And then Bruno Mars dropped the video shortly thereafter right, a similar right. vibe with like the signs with the price mm-hmm. he even done di- he even designed a shirt for me with like look like one of those specials mm-hmm. and all uh, the I, I didn't and yeah sure. i didn't make it i wasn't that that's the only design i wasn't crazy about but um it's the
0: uh so next year
1: you know new tour name new material and just thinking like all right what the fuck are you gonna talk about
0: And we're putting the seed in your ear now, listeners, is that we're trying to get something together for a good pre-sale offer. Like a good something that will get you guys who haven't been to a show yet, or maybe you've been to a show and you can't wait to see new material, make sure you get on the tickets early so you don't get sold out and you don't wait till the last minute and you have to wait a whole nother year and just get your shit early.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like the comments was like, oh, I missed your show in San Antonio, fuck. I was like, yeah, you missed all six of them hoes. (laughs) All six of them hoes, bro. All six of them. You had... Back in the day with rap, you might have had one chance. You had six chances right now with with comedy, you know. But man, the feedback was great, man. Like even when even when like little things would throw you off, like one chick, hardcore fan, she says she's seen me three times this year, McAllen, something else. So she wants to be shouting out punchlines right before I say, them. like oh, I know this part, and I'm, I'm, I'm man, I was trying not to let that shit throw me off after the show i was like hey you were the one uh that was thrown out she's like yeah i saw you three times this year i was like okay cool well you was beating me to the punch <laughs> i started thinking like well fuck either a she's seen the show or b my shit is so hacky and predictable that she's able to guess what the fuck i'm about to say and uh but anyway people she was like i don't care i said don't worry next time i'll have new jokes she's like i don't care this is tight like she don't give a fuck this is tight but she had a great time yeah
0: so, pre-sale keep it in mind now it's november
1: we got to figure out how we're going to do that
0: though yeah yeah we will because of the clubs mm-hmm. they. yeah uh, we'll figure something out but maybe it's because i'm curious yeah yeah i'm
1: curious like that harvey money <laughs> don't come up missing like that harvey money what rhymes with harvey money harvey money like get your weight up you're gonna be starving dummy
0: uh, Harvey money, bit come. of a reach, bit of a reach. Yeah, Harvey money. I'm just criticizing. Oh, <laughs> not even a fucking. Oh, no. I ain't but no lyricist. Everyone in
1: the car's not because I ain't no dummy. I you got all that, that Harvey money. Hey, bit baka baka come up missing like that Harvey money. Huh? No. Actually, he
0: might he might have something there. Bottles
1: up. Pick a candidate Pop and you
0: can pill. make that song. Pick a, what? Pick how? a candidate and make a song. For, what, what candidate are you talking about? Whoever's I don't know. Polit- yeah. the president.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, see the reason Bethel got. People pissed off. He's like, oh no, absolutely, a thousand percent. We're We're taking your guns. We're taking your, we're going to buy them all back. Hey, I'm so surprised, man. Him being from Texas. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I get it, but you just can't tell. Like, I understand where it's coming from. I understand your goal and kind of what you're trying to do, but you, you running for president. You can't just come out and say, we finna take, Wait a minute, motherfucker! Texans are like, hey man, how about you ask me to
0: volunteer? Yeah, at first. least, <laughs> at least, especially because
1: you got that come and take it.
0: <laughs> you know that he took the the phrase like, if you're not polarizing, you know, you're 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 not pandering to a particular audience enough, way too far. He's like, you now you just polarize. Nobody wants yeah. to fuck with you. Yeah, and then Biden,
1: I don't know about that man, dog. I don't know about Biden. He's just.
0: Doesn't uh, Biden not have a heart? Doesn't he have a artificial heart where it's just like a valve? Isn't no it Joe way. Biden? You fucking kidding I'm me? I'm pretty sure it's Joe Biden. He's it's like something straight out of like biblical times. You no know, when like,
1: pig hearts. <laughs> pig. You know,
0: Actually, AI, AI, like grown in a lab heart. Uh, let me verify this real quick with the old trusty. I'm over here Google. trying to save my
1: liver. These motherfuckers over here buying. Man, you know what I'll be paranoid about. You think they'd be snatching people up to snatch up organs? The organs, dude. Yeah. Alex Jones has been talking about that for fucking fifteen years. I don't years. see, man. Look, when you, if you a billionaire, bro, I just don't know
0: why Steve Jobs didn't do it.
1: Because his liver was fucked up.
0: Oh yeah, well he was really. Or he did was he want a transplant. No, I don't remember what his thing was, but he was like kind of anti medicine, wasn't he? He was trying well, at to first, yeah, cure shit with like first fruit. He was trying shit.
1: to do like carrot juice and just random shit, but uh, it's fucked up, dog. <laughs> Joe Biden. It's fucked up, man. You this is off subject, and the reason reason the way my mind works maybe it's the cold brew but like did you know and then I'll show you how I got to that (laughs) okay did you know that if they put you on medformin the diabetic medicine Mm -hmm. your body just shuts down stops making its own insulin so it almost makes your situation worse and now you're dependent upon that medicine because your body only one only wants to work as hard as it needs to Mm -hmm. so so, like, like you know how they say bodybuilders, they get on, like, testosterone, then the nuts stop producing mm-hmm. testosterone. So if you get on metformin, uh, your pancreas stops making insulin. Ain't that some fucked up shit?
2: Hmm.
1: I'm sure for some people it's like, man, I need it, bro. That's it's the only thing. But that's kind of fucked up because now there's a big, massive lawsuit against all these high blood pressure medicines um, because they're causing cancer. Really? Be- because they sourced it back to like the manufacturer and it was tainted with um carcinogens like certain they like named the chemical or whatever. Um, fuck I can't find it anyway. were what you,
0: what you looking at Joe Biden's fake hearts. It was one of these politicians that don't have a heart. They have like a some kind of valve where it's just like it's not an actual heartbeat. They have like a like a just a it's like a little beat machine just like a trickle NPC.
1: T- 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 or just like ticks. Huh. It's just pumping.
0: Yeah, kind of like a stand something it's like doing that. Doing the same thing but yeah. it ain't but it's not an actual it's not organ. Organic.
1: Think about, man, the Mr. Burns type of motherfuckers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's most people in politics, isn't it? That's how I know, bro. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, rich, rich,
1: them one percenters, man, they got a plan, bro. This is my theory. Ooh. <laughs> this is what they <laughs> do. They, <laughs> this, this, this what, let me talk to the hood Breaking real quick. Break it down. Let me talk to the hood real quick, man. You know, turn your cell phones off. You don't hear what the fuck I'm about to say. These crackers are slick. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they doing. All right. They're like, hey, uh, we need to figure out a way to jump ship. Because supposedly they're selling underground real estate. Like people like buying these little bunkers like up under Colorado. I don't know, you gotta be real rich, right? To survive some shit. Um, for one, uh what's the name? Elon Musk is already trying to figure out how he could ship stuff, right? I think they're dropping off supplies to build satellites. Like he ships he uh Elon Musk with Space Rocket X, he's throwing more uh, rocket ships up the NASA. Mm-hmm. NASA's cute. They drop, it's like one mixtape a year. They do one flight. <laughs> they do one little flight a year and Elon Musk's like, we did two last month. And um, so this is what I think they're doing. All right. Um, the Earth, we fucking the Earth up, right? So when shit gets real bad, whoever got enough bread, you can get you this ticket. Um, you can move. We're setting it up on Mars. They're sending robots to build the shit right because the robot don't need a whole bunch of stuff to go in some little weird atmosphere with they don't need water they don't need food or whatever right so the robots are probably laying down some infrastructure building a little bubble a little neighborhood or something and then they're probably like well what about aliens and stuff man like is it safe to live on the moon or whatever it's like that's why we finna make space force x dog we even have a little military up there we going we gonna we're gonna, we gonna sign up some of these Mexican kids and get them up there with some little
0: some lightsabers little okay. lightsabers
1: give them a the little the little X
0: straight out of Mandalorian available yeah. on uh, Disney plus coming soon even
1: though even though they deported a whole bunch of veterans I, I forget how many but you know we, if you join space Force X you know you can get your permanent Mars papers yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know dog But i I don't doubt that they like people come up missing all the time they said in some places like like almost like an epidemic like teenage i i don't want to make shit up but like somewhere i don't know if it was like in georgia or something like x amount of teenage like black teenage girls like missing or like or like say i think they took some organs like somebody in mexico or you know some of the Caravan people got snatched up and they sold some kidneys real quick. Black market, dark hmm. web type shit. Um, but I, I don't doubt it, man. If somebody got enough money and they like, so you're telling me that my kidneys is fucked up. But if I bring you a set of kidneys, like if I got a kidney, dude, if I bring you some kidneys, can you put these in me? They're like, well, I mean, where are you going to get kidneys from? I got the plug. Don't worry. If I bring some, but where are you? if I bring some kidneys up here, can you put them in me? I mean, theoretically, yes, but I mean that, 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 and then it's like, pay one of the goons, hey dog, <clears throat> go find me some, uh, you know, some kidneys,
0: preferably young, damn, preferably young ones,
1: young kidneys. Oh, it's fucked up.
0: <laughs> so okay, how long we've in? been on this, uh,
1: giving people this ear beating about red ribbon wheat Red ribbon week. They're like, yeah, way, they are going trabajo, eh? Two hours. Oh. Yeah, this is probably the longest podcast. Yeah, I could talk a lot, though. My bad. And it's all about politics, buddy. So it's going to be like, uh, yeah, no more of that. <laughs> what did you smoke that day?
0: What kind of cold brew were Everything. you Everything. All well, of it. But we kept bringing it back to, you know, regular shit. Yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh And one of the things we've played about or played with is just doing an, another podcast a week, right? You guys are talking mm-hmm. about doubling up. Maybe. So maybe if the fans, maybe in 2020, the fans want to do something like it's, uh, Hanging with the blings in an interview or hanging with the blings and just you and I or two hanging with the blings. However, the guys, if you think an extra episode of some sort during the week is good. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know. Yeah. Even like I know I want to have more Spanish content on my YouTube. So,
1: you know, something Theo Hoover related. Um, Yeah. Whatever y'all
0: think, man. What did he said? Podcast at Gmail dot com.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in. And don't forget new YouTube channel is up right now. Go to com forward slash YouTube, and uh, we got, like, some vlogs from California coming, hopefully some stand-up. Um, Theo Huve has addressed the public, yep. and that might be up soon.
0: As soon as this, when this uh, podcast drops, it will be live, so you'll get to hear from Theo Huve and uh, hear what he's been doing.
1: And podcast clips, like, little segments from, like, Juan Villarreal's interview, Mo Ammer's interview, Jerry Garcia's interview, mm-hmm. like, going back and taking little... Little bits and pieces. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much. Spread the word. Salalaban y se toma el See you next time. Sas.